I'll ruin your fucking life. Listen up, scoop close to your host with the most Chris Smith as he boasts. Toast as we roast. Any little problem and we'll fix it in post. Playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me? Adney, your baby's dad and he spitting comedy. Magically scoring all your comic book wannabes. You're gonna be hit with a hook or turn your face into a tragedy. Steve B with the chemistry. Dropping recipes and melodies. Recipe especially using dark humor as his weaponry. Mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity, no empathy, just credibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy, heavily alcohol. A cast is the remedy. John Jones, stop a doing cocaine. Alcohol, a cast is the remedy. Don't do cocaine, cocaine, cane, John Jones. Welcome, welcome. This is Alcoholic Cast. We are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To my right, I got Dr. Dadney. And to my left, I got. Stevie August Borghese. Yeah, I'm so creepy. I always hear a voice. I'm going to rape you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, shout outs? I, got, I just want to... I didn't... I mean, I had someone I wanted to do specifically, but I, I'd rather do it for returning listeners. We love the true Alkies, and slowly but surely we're getting more. So I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's that's been continuously listening to us. All our previous shout outs... Uh, like, we're going to give a shout-out to uh, Daniel Kuna, uh, Adam Lee, uh, uh, Butters. Sh- shout out, shout-out to Dave Lee for not listening. Uh, piece yeah, what of a shit. piece like, of shit. How, like, so proud of it. Seriously, like, oh, guess who does listen to the podcast? This guy. It's like, that, good. That's so cool, you're man. like that guy who doesn't watch Game of Thrones, and everyone's like, oh, you're and fucking shout out to Rachel. And Rachel still listens. Myra. Shout-out shout to fucking Myra. All right, shout out to fucking oh, yeah, Nicole. I shout out last week. Hank, shout, shout out, out to Jenny. Shout out to Chrissy. Dude, there's so many of you out because they're uh, fucking, da- uh, fucking Daniel Compton. from what about, Daniel and Bianca Dan- from Segura. Kenny Compton. Danny, Danny Segura. Segura, Kenny Compton. Shout out to everybody out there. That's from the whole alcohol shout cast. Out to everybody, Boom. stuff like that. That's it with shout outs. We <laughs> all gave the, the shout outs to that shout group of them Alkies. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about, just because it's fresh on my mind. I posted a status. I was listening to this uh, JRE today, the Joe Rogan Experience, and he had Milo. His last name's hella hard to pronounce. It's like... Smith? No, it's like Milo Yophosophilus or some stupid shit like that. Snuffleupagus. It's, it's super <laughs> what is that fucking... Chivaltis. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Fucking Tartrices. Snuffleupagus. he um, brought up a great point that, I, that really uh, resonated with me. So, But the problem with me is that I get word vomit. And instead of me like... No, you're just articulating a dick. my thought. <laughs> That's what like, you call being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. That's it, such a pretty word. That's a very PC word for dick, Chris. <laughs> George, George Carlin talks about that. Everyone like switches things around and make it like the more syllables, the more okay it is. Like this isn't, you know, it's not. It's not a chair anymore. It's a sit down advi- uh, device. Like, it wasn't suicide. It was voluntary population control. <laughs> That's that, like that, that was one of George Carlin's. That it's he fucking great, movie. dude. So he brought up fat shaming, and he brought up that fat shaming works. And I was like, hmm, that's. A, I think it works too, bro. And then he also brought up all these statistics, and he was like, you know how many studies there are trying to prove that sh- fat shaming doesn't work? A million. Do you know how many that are actually verified? One. Do you know how many are actually verified for fat shaming does work? 10, 12, 15. There's a bunch that are actually verified that fat shaming does work. And then the one... The one study that said that it didn't work was on 
a group of 100 ladies and they were 50 and older. Like, of course it's not going to work. You're 50 and older. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. And just, yeah, we... You're so over the hill that you're on the bottom of the other side. Mm. We're all about fat shaming here at the Alcoholic mm. Cast. So, if you are fat, you're not allowed to listen until you lose weight. So, that should motivate you. I don't agree with that. That should motivate you into losing the weight hold on, so you can listen to the Alcoholic Cast. No, take this to your Weight Watchers meeting and get more fat people to listen to Because we're hilarious. And I love fat people. Okay, that's fine. I still love fat people too. There are I do not. Stevie <laughs> does not. Fat people my disgust me. Man. My <laughs> whole argument. Out a way to edit out his mic, so you can only hear Stevie, me. Stevie, edit out your mic. <laughs> <laughs> can you just do a future act? You're not talking at all. Oh, that's great. Just my my argument wasn't necessarily like, yeah, everybody go fat shame, but that's how it came up, so I fucked up. My what I wanted the argument again, to be you wrote it to <laughs> I know I mean I do it. You're like, gonna have you to have, <laughs> No, you always have a you'll a consistently, not always, no no one is always right, but you will have a consistent time where you will have a point of view that's valid and that you'll have a good point. But it's I like it will it. make sense. But you just word it in like the thickest way, like, so it's and so it's immediately insulting. At the very yeah. end, it's kind of nice. It's like See, yeah, reverse, reverse it. You gotta, you gotta do start nice. You gotta do whatever you're gonna write. Ease you're... them into the dick part. <laughs> you gotta send you're it to Adney. Adney. You gotta send your fucking post to Adney. He's gonna rewrite it, Seriously. and I'm gonna proofread it, and then we're gonna send it back to you as a group <laughs> to make sure. We're your editors. I, just, I want that one to Adney. He's gonna write you back. But don't, don't post that. <laughs> I just wanna, so, there's literally nothing I can do. Because there's going to be listeners that don't know, like don't have me on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. So I just want to tell everybody what I said. Because yeah, there was one pretty, thing that really funny. made me mad. And I was like, how did you even get that? And that's kind of what I wanted to bring up and like my whole point behind it. So here's what I said. The average weight of an American woman is 166 pounds. The same weight of your average man in the 1960s. We're all getting fatter. Fuck your cultural appropriation. People need to be shamed. We need beautiful people to look up to. Why are we getting fatter? Because it's allowed. It's not frowned upon. You know what is frowned upon? Calling people fat. Well, fuck you, fatty. <laughs> and then he said, trigger, trigger warning. Shit's about to get tri- <laughs> Triggers are about to happen. And I got 50 <laughs> comments on this. <laughs> and... 30 likes and surprised. Oh, I thought I was going to get shit for that one I posted about me saying like, oh, hold on, see, it's not about you. No, hold on. Sorry, no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. One of the biggest things that I got upset was this girl commented on it and she was like, um, you shouldn't shame people for being, or no, what was it? Hold on. I saw me... one that she said, this, uh, this really upsets me. Like this makes my summer. And I was like, well, fat people aren't really people. <laughs> 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 oh, I got a couple <laughs> likes on it. <laughs> that shit was so funny, dude. I died I don't put people in quotations. <laughs> really fat people aren't really people. <laughs> she said that doesn't give you a right to treat people like scum or treat people like they're beneath you or treat people that you're better than them. I never said that. Did I say that in my status? No, 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 no. I didn't say that. All I said is, if you're fat, I'm going to call you fat. If I'm bald, you can call me bald. You have a great head of hair. I said, you have a great head of hair. Like, it's not I fucking fat shaming. Oh, yeah. I, I have no flaws. That's, so. what <laughs> that's what, like, you could have put in there is, like, calling out somebody's flaws and just no- noticing somebody's flaws is different than berating them for their flaws and telling them, like, they're a horrible person. It's like... I don't know. Like she seen, it seemed like uh, she felt personally attacked. Yeah. Like she was appropriating what you said and kind of 
molding it into everything she's heard throughout her life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> molding it into a meatloaf and eating it because she's probably fat. <laughs> and look at this. This is this one. You became everyone who ever picked. Up exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what she I. She starts calling your names on old high school bullies and shit. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> but it's Chris Smith. <laughs> fuck uh, you! I knew you blew the coach in third grade. <laughs> Whatever, Bailey, Kristen. I know. Like what? <laughs> So you my whole entire bitch, that's why you got pregnant when you were 17. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> my whole entire thing was just that these words exist for a fucking reason. And to sit there and censor me from saying it is going to do I'm more sure harm. Say, this bitch has a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> Especially so, going to do more harm yeah. than it is good. What about, look at Albert Einstein. Look at Nikolai Tesla. If... What it is is adversity. How many times do you think Nikolai Tesla got called a, dor- a dork or a nerd or look at how skinny you are, you fucking dweeb or whatever? You're that asexual. You're not getting pussy, bro. And there wasn't those other people that pussy. were like, you can't call him that. He didn't have a fucking barrage of people behind him being, you can't do that. You No, he fucking sucked it up. He held himself accountable. He's like, well, I kind of suck, but I'm going to go do something so fucking great that none of this fucking shit matters. And that's my point is we need adversity in order to get better and we're going right now is just so far left and liberal that if you can't make a joke or you can't say what's on your mind, we're going to go down this fucking road where everybody's going to be fat, everybody's going to be pumped funneled, up on sugar, we're, we're being funneled into a PC in fucking, culture. Exactly. Yeah, we're being yeah. funneled into a PC culture. That's, it's like, okay, I, yeah, it's like, okay, I, you said, I noticed that you were fat, and then you called me a fat shamer, and now you and everyone you know is shaming me. So what about me and my? What about what about my feelings? So you're what you're doing is like you are fundamentally taking away the right to think and to voice your opinion. One of the things that uh, was a founding part of this country. One of the reasons why we all went to court when this podcast. It's one of the reasons why we're a superpower is. Yeah, we the alcoholic ass like, is the superpower. Name of the podcast. We're superpower. <laughs> Right out the gate, got the name and shit. That's the thing. It's like you're not going up to strangers <laughs> yeah, yeah, and calling. <laughs> oh, see, that's the thing is I will. That's, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. And they're like, what the if fuck? If there's some fat person walking by me, hold on, hold on. If you're walking by me and you're really, really <laughs> obese. Hey, you fat piece of shit. No, you, but you I, will, I will you're snicker. A, you're not a real person. No, I'll be like. Only eh. Stevie said that. I'll, I'll give him gross eyes or something, you know. Gross like That's going to happen. And there's nothing wrong with that. That look that I give them, hopefully that inspires them to go to the gym. Maybe they'll inspire them to, oh man, I look that shitty to that guy. He isn't even that fucking attractive. I must be really fucking ugly. Jim Jeffries <laughs> has this joke that he just came out with talking about like he had sex with a nine and he's a five and he like he had sex with a one and he goes and he when he wakes up he's like he's in his car and he's like hell upset about it and he goes oh I had sex with a one like I'm disgusting and he goes and a thought came to his head like. Man, that's probably what the nine thought <laughs> about the five, and it's like, fuck. I literally just two weeks ago had sex with a fat girl. I obviously don't hate fat people. I fucking fuck them. I'm friends with them. <laughs> I fucking fuck fat people. I mean, I mean, I fuck them. I'm friends with them. I post them on my she Instagram. Just don't post them on Instagram. I fuck, fuck fat people. I hang out with fat people. I just don't promote it on Instagram. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I, so. what bothered me is like she was like, "I'm upset that you did this." Like, I, like, okay, well, you just made it about you then. Yeah, you're not making this about oh, this is not right because there's a lot of people out there who who can't help it, or these are people who have certain conditions, or you're making all these people feel so bad. It wasn't about that. That's which is you, which is supposed to be what the argument is. Right. Her argument was that she 
personally was a little upset, and she's not even up for weight. And she's not even fat! I'm not even upset, she's not even a person. (laughs) (laughs) And what's funny is, like, that goes back to what we talked about before, of, like, now that there's, like, that whole culture of people aren't allowed to criticize each other. Yeah. And as soon as somebody is criticizing, actively criticizing other people... You're allowed to attack them and have a whole group of this angry mob with social media but, justice warriors. But you're not you're not looked at as the angry mob. You're the justified yeah. warriors. You're you're these like you're this virtuous group of people who's fighting for what's right. It's like no, you're being this angry it's cunt. God send you no you like holier than that. Of course you think you're in the right. Anyone who's ever done anything evil has thought they were in the right. Hitler didn't think he was evil. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I <laughs> when, he, when he looked out over his fucking balcony on all those angry fucking crowds screaming back at him like, hell yeah, fuck all the Jews, let's kill them all. He was smiling, looking in the distance going, man, I'm really making the world a better place. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be remembered so well by the people. I'm going to be remembered so hard and I'm so well. I'm getting rid of all the scum of this place. <laughs> I am so... I'm, I'm a cleaning crew. I am right? such a good person. I <laughs> am a garbage man. <laughs> I'm getting rid of trash. <laughs> the juice. But yeah, so that was the whole thing with that. It just made me super upset. It's like, man, if... You're going to censor me for saying fat? What's next? Like, I, I think it just is going to leave. Now you're not allowed to call yourself bald, bro. I know. I'm not even allowed to. They're like, you don't say that to yourself. <laughs> How dare you talk about you, you like that? No, that's a thing. Oh, no, Self-appropriation. That's, that's the thing. You shouldn't shame yourself. You shouldn't, like... It's like, no, I'm holding myself accountable. 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 I am, I am fucking hold, fat. Wait, 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 do I need to do to fucking fix that? I'm so over this fucking argument. It's genetics. I looked up the fucking stat. You know how many is genetics? Fucking point zero zero fucking one. And half of them have a thyroid fucking condition. That's so that, that's, that's the different. real one. The thyroid that's an one, actual fucking yes. thing. Yes. I'm not fucking, oh, well, my dad was fat, so I'm fat. Look at Stevie. Your dad's fucking huge. It's like you like, learn those habits. was huge before you got cancer. The most you get from it is the habits. And you, at a young age, you were taught what's normal, what what these things that were normal to eat or normal High to do. High fructose corn syrup all fucking day, you or know? just any kind of like fatty with a lot of sh- uh, fat, salt, and sugar, like those three components, which during our evolution were so rare to get in a big in a big amount, and now they're so readily available. It's like now, most of what all foods are is just those three things, and people just don't have like just like ah fuck it, it's. Fine. They don't have Dude, any. That's all there's I no eat snow is fat. There's it's no self-control. Like, and, and when you get that mindset of it's, oh no, like all f- forms of fat are okay. Which, of course, some of uh, some forms of fat are okay. Like there's no big deal with you be, with how like uh, a heavy set person, but obese, like yeah, a morbidly obese, that is incredibly dangerous to you. And of course, if you have kids, it's dangerous to them too. Because it shows them it's okay. Yeah, exactly. You're setting that example. And so what they should be doing is trying to work for something and like realize what that is is incredibly unhealthy lifestyle and maybe trying to do something about it. But instead there's like, oh no, it's completely okay. Yeah. You're not allowed okay. to be criticized. Uh, eat all the gross, disgusting things you want. And I just feel that like that's Come a back slippery. to me, boo-boo. That's, that's your a, favorite food, yeah. scatty and butter. This is America. Tip assist. You're allowed to be that fat if you really want to. You, yeah. you have that freedom. And I'm allowed to call you fat. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's, that's my freedom. <laughs> that was my second thing I was going to say. Sorry. Is, you know, there's like a hundred-something free countries in this goddamn world. In all those free-ass countries... You're all allowed to be fat if you want to, but you should also be allowed to be called fat. Exactly. Because right, you want to be fat? 
well, then I get to want to call you fat. Yeah, and you can be my friend. It's a choice and a choice. <laughs> and I'm going to poke fun at you. Get it? <laughs> going on the idea of free countries, political-wise, everything like that-wise, uh, Jim Jeffries in his latest stand-up also brought up, he goes, you have more people in jail per capita than any place in the world, so you think you're the most freest place ever. Uh, yeah. You're the most free, but you got the most people locked up. <laughs> so in the freest land, you have the most people, you have the most free people incarcerated, which is such a good fucking point. It's a great point. Yeah, yeah. it really is. That, that, and not that, that, like he's made up statistics before and admitted it to it, but that one isn't made up. Like that's been a consistent thing for years. Oh, yeah. on, oh, on America, on yeah. Unlimited amount of political shows talking about how we have the highest percentage yeah. of incarcerations yeah. too. Like it's a huge per capita we have more than the second most and that's south africa we have more people incarcerated twice as much than south africa the second most. and that's south people. fucking africa <laughs> all right is that the company you want to keep in america <laughs> south africa oh, we've geez. all seen Chappie, okay the we know what those famous, south africans yeah, are like the most famous thing about south africa is apartheid like that's a, <laughs> Like is that, that that's your that's your legacy? Yeah, <laughs> the most famous thing, the second most, that kid with no legs, right? That shot his girlfriend. <laughs> he was South African, right? There you go. Ooh, <laughs> the runner, the Blade Runner, or whatever. The Blade Runner. Is that what we want to be, guys? Is that what we want to be, America? You want to be hanging out with Blade Runners and shit, and two shoots fucking hey man, women, shoot women in the fucking face? <laughs> that is a pretty sweet movie. <laughs> second but to then, Highlander, Addy. Sweet movie, dude. <laughs> I also want to talk about. What we kind of touched on the other day about like how um, whenever like a crisis or something happens, somebody will post on Facebook oh, and yes. make it like social media them. sympathy. Social, social media, media sympathy. sympathy. <laughs> Sympathizers. <laughs> social media sympathizers. Um, and so the other day or the other week, something tragic happened to um, a friend of mine. Now, personally, I didn't know who this was. I, I knew, didn't know. I didn't never met him. In my I life. knew that she hung out with my friends, but I had actually never met her. So it's not. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't post anything about it. I had no say. So like, why I would I? Anything about know, why would I? But what stemmed from this was another individual posting uh, a similar type of status or whatever. Pretty much being like, oh, uh, I'm I'm in the same condition that that lady just passed away was. Feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for me. I have all this stuff. Oh my gosh. I have a blood clot. I have a picture. A picture. There was even a picture. She made it her default, which I thought was fucking insane. Yep. I thought it was a dentist picture when I saw it. Like, <laughs> which I thought, is fine it looked, as like, a I'm default. Like, I'm like, oh, like she's taking uh, selfies at, well, getting her fucking molars removed or some shit. Like, Come to find out, it's a fucking picture of her in a nighty in the in ER the, in the ER with a fucking like a breathing mask over oxygen mask. Like who the fuck makes that their default right? picture? Like I have some pretty gay default pictures, but never one of me in the hospital. It's straight. Like, that like, is oh, that is the most attention grabbing. Look at me. Not only are you gonna see this once and hopefully it gets your attention, but every time I post, every time I come, every time I do anything, which is a lot after this moment. Mm. You're gonna see me in the hospital. <laughs> like and this. then she fucking posts the status today. Uh, when was this yesterday? Or was no, this yesterday? Was, no, when, the, two days I'm ago. Pretty yesterday. sure it was like yesterday. I thought it was yesterday. Like, yeah, I think the it, when she originally did all this default yeah, yeah. and like, oh, I'm sorry, I feel sorry in for the me. Hospital, I, have, bro. I have all these conditions, and then the next fucking I have so day, many conditions. I have all the conditions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then the next fucking day, she goes and she's like single, but I don't want to mingle. Let's party tonight. Get what? drunk? Question mark. I thought you just had pneumonia. 
Like, and a blood clot. Of, and a blood clot. Like, really? No, like, I was just gasping. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then she doesn't even... <laughs> and, her, and in your lungs, too. She didn't even address my comment. And then all these other dudes, like, you like rum? What's up, dude? <laughs> and it's just like... What the fuck? No, no, shut up. Shut up, you. Typical dumb guy behavior. I fucking hate our gender so fucking much. Bunch of douchebag guys who are just like, oh... She gonna get it. That's all they were thinking. Like, Yo, she's weak right now. Right? She just got out of the hospital. I'm trying to get this thing and get it. You know what I'm saying? They are they are like they're those fucking scavengers who see the fucking strangler who's fell behind from the herd and is walking slowly. <laughs> so and now they are circling right above his <laughs> wounded leg. Every now and then dropping in to take a nibble to see if she's dead yet. Like you Fucking vulture! <laughs> Wounded elves! If you had any kind of pride uh, in your pride, yeah. Well, it God. just goes to show you that I doubt she was actually in the hospital. I doubt that she had pneumonia, and I doubt she had a fucking blood clot if the next fucking day you're out and about fucking partying. And I had to delete her right then and there. I was like, you're that fake of a fucking person that you're gonna take this tragic event that's happened and use it to your advantage to get sympathy so you can get a couple fucking likes on your she fucking posted photo. About it too. And then the next day, be like, don't even address if you were okay. Don't even address if you got out of the hospital. You don't address anything. You're just like, single, not ready to mingle. Let's get drunk. And you know what? This is going to be so specific and it will get to her and I do not give a shit Neither because you're a shitty fucking person. Yeah, exactly. To go and just be like, poor me, poor and then there's nothing even fucking wrong with you? Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you. Fuck I completely you. agree. It's the same thing. People will post anything to make shit about them. If there's an event going on, which we talked about, and yeah, she did that. She posted about that event, about that person doing this bullshit soliloquy making it about herself and then she did the fucking hospital thing because she didn't get enough yeah exactly Exactly. she had to she had to up herself one fucking more step she's like wait 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 you're not believing me me enough yeah yeah, comments and, and I posted something that's specific to certain to these certain people that basically said it was just a joke po- uh, post about hey look at me this tragedy happened I need all of you to stop what you're doing and like my shit right now <laughs> and help me get through this tragedy so I can make this tragedy about me and I assumed because of really Adam Lee who's funny. like dude you can't post that you can't post that you like <laughs> you're gonna get sh-. and I got hella like a couple shares fucking hella people commenting and it was like yeah they were, because they all everyone were, has been noticed this and they hold their tongues and then and I like, do not hold my God. tongue ever and neither do you nowadays <laughs> which is good but and I'm and people people were like on my side hands down they were cheering like fuck yeah you're this is hard, exactly like, right a lot of people like were worried like if they say something that a bunch of their fucking fan that's the big thing it's always family members who are like how dare you this is a serious thing just, you're making fun of somebody just because they're sad over a tragedy and like they'll attack that person and they just don't want to deal with their family being assholes but when someone isn't in contact with their family and can say some shit Woo, like that, oh and doesn't give a fuck. You talking about like, me, right? You're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, finally, we have a leader. Yeah, it's like we're all thinking it. You just everybody delete your family members immediately. <laughs> you don't. Hold on, we're all basically what we've been trying to say for two weeks. Don't have your family members on Facebook. <laughs> That's wait, it. hold on. Also, this isn't like gender specific. It goes both ways. Same for the fucking fat shaming. If I'm on a beach, I hate seeing that 400 fucking pound dude sitting with the fucking beer just staring at all the babes. That's fucking weird. It's but so it- fucking gross. I actually saw like there's this cosplayer that I follow and uh, she like just started, um, like she started Pokemon Go, right? 
She got it. She got it. She was so excited. And then she starts going out just for a walk to go around and find some shit. Like, brought snacks. Was all ready to go. <laughs> but she got followed for block after block by some fat, gross oh, fuck in her so car. Weird. Like, what? fucking cat calling Snorlax started following her and shit. Started fucking ball his fucking window. <laughs> That's such a bummer, man. Like, I, fucking gross. As fuck. Like, I, fat women are usually bitches. But fat men are just the grossest, They're most so disgusting. Gross. Like, you're not allowed to talk to women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you lose 200 pounds, then you can you, you can try to talk to them, you know? Like, <laughs> um, sort yourself out. So, I mean, it is weird to start to show off with, like, a bunch of social media stuff, but that is the age that we live in. I feel that we are all dealing so with this type of man. stuff. Like, it's we are all part. dealing with some type of social media. We're all dealing with this online presence, and I feel like it does need to be discussed. But something I think needs to be discussed even fucking more is this fucking election. We touched on it a little bit, but, dude. like, I just got to say, like, Hillary Clinton is Yeah, the FBI thing. Horrible, The FBI dude. thing is fucking crazy, if dude. anyone else did what Hillary Clinton did, they would be in jail for a minimum of five years. Which but we, we see all these Hillary, posts. Yeah, we... I mean, I, I've said this before, but I just wanted to bring up this one thing, and we don't have to touch on this too much, but I want to bring up this fucking video that I got, because it's not that it's us hating on Hillary because she's a female or hating on Hillary because she's a Democrat or hating on Hillary because she's a Clinton or a political or just political somebody in part I will say those are all valid reasons for that. <laughs> um, the reason why I How think there we, go. Just... we should address that real quick too is like okay so there are a lot of people who immediately hated uh, the idea of her running because she was a woman there are people who thought that right. way so when but and they ruined it for all of us who genuinely just don't like her as a person so everyone like automatically, automatically assumes assume. we're in that group of yeah. people yeah, that are like, like, oh, it's because she's a fucking woman. And then you get the ones that pose that want her to be president just because she's a female, which is so fucking stupid. That makes absolutely no sense. No, I want the smartest person in yeah, the there world. Are, to be there's president. a lot of feminist groups who are saying it's your right. It's like your duty as a woman to vote for her. It's like, well, that's so the wrong way to go. It's like. Just because, like, you're you're doing it just for the sake of doing it, and that's not right. And that, that makes you see you're just as bad as the people who are supporting Trump because he speaks his mind. Yeah, yeah. it's like that you're not going off what they're like. And then also, like, she has so much experience. She has so much experience. Like, that's yeah, experience. experience being a crooked politician who will say and do who say anything to your face, lie as hard as they fucking can with the just smile. to get your side. Yep, as hard like just and so phony and so fake. And she's in. She's got her pockets filled. With all these, every special interest group you could fucking name, except for the NRA. Not <laughs> only the Special Olympics, the <laughs> banks, but dude, she's she gets the Clinton Foundation takes donations from ISIS, ISIL, all those fucking Muslim countries. All anybody who will donate to them, they'll fucking take it. And so they're getting donations from these companies, and then they backdoored them. That's what this whole Benghazi thing that everyone was talking about. They fucking sold the weapons right fucking back to them. How do you think they got all these weapons? Because the fucking Clintons gave them to him because Dude, she no, was the, the second. U.S. government has been selling fucking weapons to the Middle East for decades. We like, created I mean, ISIS. Like, we like, created the, ISIS. The biggest, for sure. Like the like the one of the first huge one was was Iran Contra when Ronald Reagan's administration sold oh, oh, a bunch of like just sell weapons to both like you know from it was like fucking around the Iraq was fucking around with Iran and what they did was actually treason and yet. They fucking pinned it all on Ollie North, mm -hmm. and then Ollie North didn't go to prison. Ollie North became a fucking correspondent for Fox News. 
Like, it's the same bullshit. It's a consistent thing of these people who are in such a high level of power, who have the most richest people in the world backing them, consistently can avoid trouble. Now, but in Reagan's day, we didn't have the access to information that we do right now. We don't have all this shit that and we Bush's have And Bush's administration right now. deleted, like, hundreds of emails as well. While they're in office, special fucking like. But the Bush administration also didn't have their own private server in their fucking bathroom that knew that it was fucking illegal. She knew what she was doing was illegal. She knew that it wasn't secure because she had to hit up her uh, IT guys and they're like, oh, it's super firewalled. Like, you're going to be okay. But she was like, no, I'm going to log in to this server from like four different emails. So I need you to give me full access. And they're like, okay, just give us the four emails and then we'll give you the access. And she said, no. She said, I want the firewall gone. So the FBI guy came out and they did this whole big insp- uh, investigation. The director of the FBI, right? Well, they, they did an investigation on her emails and everything. And he finally comes out to tell the nation exactly what they found. And so you have him doing his speech and interview and, and saying everything. And then you have Hillary sitting there. An old there interview. And at older interviews. Lying her fat face off. And it's basically continues. across, it's like they, they mesh it together because they're showing you what she's lying about and what the FBI agent came out and said exactly. was true fact. So it shows all the shit she's lying about, which we've seen a million of these videos of her lying, being caught up in lies so, with the whole sexual fucking, uh, against gay marriage and then oh yeah, the against fucking the so NRA yeah, and then for the NRA. There's so much. politician Fucking career politician bullshit. But this flip one, flop. They're flip floppers. This one's they're so fucking hoof loofers. Yeah, they're exactly hoof loofers. They're hoof loofers. They're hoof loofers. They hoof loofer around. <laughs> they hoof loofer to any subject and any side of a hoof loofer oh to get as to get the votes. That's what it's all about. It's just to keep in the keep in power. They're fucking. They don't give a fuck about the, the North this American tomato person. cans, bro. They're this fucking hoof loofers. This person is a fucking criminal. No, she is. She's a criminal. Okay, so we're all gonna take a minute out of your day and just listen to this real fast. I did not send or receive any information that was marked classified at the time. From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the State Department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. At the time. At the time. They were sent or received. Any information that was marked classified. To contain classified information. I did not send or receive any information. So. So essentially what like what she said in that interview was, oh, I've got, yeah, I've got emails and anything that said classified information on it was not sent or received by me. Like that had nothing to do with that. That didn't move around. That, that could, nothing, nothing. Nothing that was considered classified information when it was sent to me. And then this guy comes on and says, oh, actually, you sent a bunch of emails and all of them were, <laughs> like, like, were at the time were told, like were said by the agency that, look, this is sent to you, it's classified information, and then you sent them somewhere else. Like, you got got. She's yeah. she spending like, spam to everybody and shit. It's like fucking military secrets. <laughs> Seriously, She thought it was a fucking chain letter, so she's like, oh, send it to 10 other people. And she sent to fucking, these fucking military secrets and shit. I just think if she gets in, we are going to see a decline in the middle class. We're all going to get affected Okay, first off, there's she already a, the there's been a huge decline in the middle class. Of course, but it's going to get even worse with her. It leveled dude. off, and now it's going to start going back down. And it's the same if Trump became president. 
So vote decline. Gary Johnson. He won't do shit. See, we'll, we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be stagnant. We'll just fuck, be chilling. Fuck Phil the, <laughs> fuck Phil the Burn. It's all about Phil like my... Whatever name you could think of. Phil <laughs> my Johnson. That's what it's about. Not Phil the Burn, Phil my Johnson. That's that's what you need to vote for. I don't for. know anything about Gary that guy, Johnson. so I'm not going to... It's just... Uh, not he's, even a, about, he's a libertarian. It's not even about who to vote for or anything. It's just like, how is this person Actually, not being indicted when she's a fucking criminal? If anybody else did this, the FBI even later said in that interview... Now, don't mistake this, like, it was along the lines of, now, if this happens to anybody else, you're probably not going to get off. But he said it in an elegant fucking way that would confuse the normal fucking viewer into thinking that, oh, we're all okay. No, if anybody else did this, anybody, you, me, anybody considered else, treason. Trump, it's considered Trump treason, did it, right? Rand Paul, fucking Bernie Sanders, anybody else did it, they would have gotten indicted. But because it's Hillary... Because Obama's in office, of course they're not going to fucking indict her. Why would they? That's their leading fucking candidate. They can't fucking have any bad juju on it. So the FBI comes out, says that she's a criminal, says that she did all this shit wrong, that she said she didn't, and then later says, but we're not going to indict her pretty much because we don't want to get shot. Plus, also, with, with, if she loses the Democratic fucking nomination, then it goes to Bernie Sanders, and that's the last thing they want. They don't want a fucking socialist or just, like, the, his ideals or his he's ideas and ideologies. Guy, yeah, and they're radical, afraid right. that they're going to lose the position. But, I mean, they're afraid that Bernie Sanders just doesn't connect with enough people, with enough actual voters, and that it's going to go to Trump, and then they'll lose the power struggle to the Republican Party. So they're like, all right, let's just, she's an f- evil cunt. we got to keep her in there, though, so we can all stay were, you know, in this It's kind for of the benefit of them, not the benefit of the Democratic Party. Dude, it's party. almost at the point where she's probably worse than Trump, bro. I'm, I'm dead fucking sick. And Trump's horrible. Trump is horrible. She's probably worse than fucking Trump. It's the lesser Trump. of two evils. Or, or, we could just shoot them both. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The alcoholic cast <laughs> not... Allegedly! Anyway, allegedly, we, we can go to jail. <laughs> it's like... Now we're getting taken like out of SoundCloud. This, we're stuck in this, this horrible, horrible era of leaders... It's the weakest the division has ever been. It just doesn't make sense. We're in the best time to be alive. Joffrey and we have the worst is about, We have us. a choice between Joffrey and Tommen right now. <laughs> oh, God. That's basically do. what it is, if you think about it. Both shitty leaders. Well, mm-hmm. well I mean, Tommen like, wasn't Tommen isn't a good okay, okay. parallel. To, Sorry, like, so, I, so, I, Joffrey like, and Robert Baratheon. Robert Baratheon. Robert Ramsey or something. The overall thing of, like, two shitty leaders is correct, but just, like, uh, Trump is every bit Joffrey, a little whiny bitch, spoiled <laughs> brat who can't handle criticism and will overly like attack you just for calling him Cersei lame. Cersei would be, would that be it? Because she's a liar, she's a manipulator, that she would actually make sense. So yeah, Cersei works. and Joffrey. Because she's is also the like been in power. She's had, she's been involved in power. She was married to a former for leader. Years. She's she got experience. She's crooked <laughs> as fuck. She's constantly lying. She erased her emails. We know Cersei erases <laughs> everything. She all those Raven scrolls like a motherfucker <laughs> that held sensitive information about the war. She didn't care. She burned her own allies. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it right now. The wildfire of the Citadel was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wildfire can't burn stone, bro. <laughs> Guarantee Hillary is Cersei and fucking uh, Trump is Joffrey. So That's great. That's so, so funny. funny that you can make such great parallels. That's funny. Yeah. I just and don't understand how we can have such shitty leaders right now. Bernie Sanders would the... Uh, Picel? <laughs> Picel. Because he's old. <laughs> being ageist. 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 Egregious? That's a thing. Ageist. Egregious! <laughs> 
Who would who would Bernie be? I don't know. Bernie would be hard. Fun, loving guy. People Stannis? like him. On the side of justice. Uh, no, wait. Hold on. Bur- Bernie Bernie's too no nice. One. Bernie's like too much of a... <laughs> he ain't burn his own daughter. Bernie can't do that. Well, don't. I'm talking about before. The, <laughs> before the Stannis murder. Went totally insane. Because <laughs> oh. he's on the... Bernie is con- has been consistently for decades on yeah. the right side of history. Honorable he's fought man. for what's right for over and over again. Oh, dude, but, he's definitely Ned Stark, bro. All day. Honor killed him? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Maybe that's why Honor didn't also, allow him to get the presidency. Boom! Oh! Chris did it! Chris did it! Chris done did it. So, I mean, that's a like, job. Has, and also, he has, like, he has, like, silly notions. He's naive. Bernie Sanders is naive in that thinking that, oh, just by raising taxes, we can fix problems. Like, no, it's, it's how you... Uh, get those taxes, how you, like, stopping people from avoiding taxes is a big problem, and also how the spending is done is a huge thing. Like, how we spend the taxes. Like, you don't need to raise taxes. What you need to do is fix the way we're spending the taxes we're already getting from our citizens. Yeah, we don't need a joust in my honor. Our friend, our friend, our friend, our friend Mercedes just told me, like, today that she was working all this crazy overtime and her check was supposed to be a little over $3,000 and they took out, like, a 1000 in taxes. Yeah. So it's yeah, taxes are high enough. It's just you're not collecting them the right way and no, spending them all. the right way. Yeah, I mean they've been collecting so many taxes. So you got to realize like what's going on and the nitty gritty of it and get into the dirty game of it and try and fix it that way, Ned. So I guess we Sanders. just need to go into politics. Is that what we're all gonna do? We're just gonna go like, into politics. Ourselves? Yeah, like you start out at like a local mayor thing. Then you're oh like, no, dude, this podcast is way too incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're getting hell trouble. Uh, uh, oh, I, I was, oh, you want to go in the office? But it says here you have a restraining order out against you from your ex girlfriend because <laughs> you uh, on, on fear of domestic <laughs> violence. <laughs> oh, how how could you ever be a leader? Sp- specifically on the episode nine. Point five, um, fucking the Oscars are mediocre. You specifically said rape children on there, and you want to run for politics. Like, no, you don't understand. I was God at the time. God loves children. Children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead way. All right, so we don't want to hit you with politics too too much or too often, but I just and keep in mind that we are not experts on this field at all. We we just we're like. Like, like, you listen sh- to this podcast because it's like hanging out with a bunch of drunk friends and we're just being silly and stupid. We know we're Game of Thrones. We, we don't, don't know, know anything about this subject. We're just telling you how we feel yeah. and what it seems blatantly wrong. Like, she's just lying to us in our face. And I feel like if we don't do anything about it, then it's just going to continuously happen. That's all. I just wanted to bring it to attention. That's all. All right. So, um, oh, we don't even have a segue. Doesn't matter. We don't need a segue. You want to know why? <laughs> Segways are for amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> Segways are for motherfuckers trying too hard. We do hard cuts. <laughs> yeah, we're doing movie talk. You got spoilers for movie talk. I don't, I don't know. Silver screen, the silver screen. You, me, you and me. The silver screen, the silver screen. Movie talk with us. That was uh, like that's a work not in progress. bad. <laughs> like for that's pretty ad lib. It's pretty good. That was completely improv on the spot. <laughs> Could be worse. Not fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not I, as good as the Leo it's a, song. Because, because it's a because what we're going to talk about is actually a very silly kind of thing, and the song I fit perfectly with this topic, topic which Stevie himself suggested, which is uh, what we're going to be talking about right now is we each picked a movie. This movie, the criterion which this movie has to meet is that it was a summer blockbuster in aim, but not actually. Uh, in execution uh, summer movies that came out in the summer that were supposed to be these really big hits that were like oh my god we have a blockbuster in our hands but they turned out 
to not make like barely any fucking money and were critically panned and maybe they became a cult movie later on but they were just unsuccessful in the beginning that's the criteria we're talking about we're gonna pick a movie that meets that criteria and tell you our listeners why we dig that movie (laughs) so i picked a little movie that came out in uh 2009 i'm gonna go ahead and guess that this movie is what inspired you to pick this topic no, actually, it did not. I just thought I was just oh, thinking okay. of a movie topic. I was just like, oh, I usually, that's I usually, a good movie topic. What I usually do is I think of something. I really want to talk about this. How can I talk about this? <laughs> oh, that's a good subject. To that's for, good. That's a good excuse for me to talk about Kevin Smith. <laughs> Damn, that's great. Yeah, I just I went with like, what's a good movie topic that I could bring up? That because we haven't done movie topic in a while. We've been doing got talk. These ten episodes. Now we're getting back into the flow of things. We're bringing back sex talk back. Besides the dating corner, like yeah, we that's do. Uh, yeah, um, coming up and soon. Movie sex talk. talk. So movie talk. Don't worry, back. ladies. We got your favorite category. And they talk. I love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> dirty talk. <gasps> dirty talk. Is that what we're gonna call that? <laughs> the sex talk and then dirty talk. No dating. <laughs> nah, just do your thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> so mine came out in two thousand nine. It is a rated at five point four out of ten. Uh, and that, bro. Yeah, not, not, not too Better bad. than any movie I ever made. Has a running... It came out uh, June 5th of 2009. Um, it has a running time of an hour 42 minutes. It was rated PG-13. This movie... No, I fucking think it's one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. I, I rewatched it. It has so many iconic fucking moments, quotable fucking parts, and it's just, it's silly. It's dumb to most. It came out in theaters. Nobody watched it, but then I've rewatched it maybe like 12 Step times. Up. Land of the Lost. Ah! With Will Ferrell and Danny McBride. I, I can actually, I can, no, I, no, I'm gonna, really quick, when this movie came out and everyone I knew hated it, I would consistently find Stevie watching it. <laughs> it's so Dude, good to me. I, I don't get it. This movie's awesome. Like, like not understanding why everyone's all, no, it's a shitty flick. It's a shitty shit movie. All right, so. It's like Addy defending fucking, uh, what would you defend? The Van Helsing? Yeah. Like, oh, right, <laughs> yeah. I need offending Van Helsing. I also want to bring it up. This is my Van Helsing right the, here. There's like, there's like legitimate things because uh, listeners know that we do criticize a lot of movies harshly. We do get harsh. Even the movies that we love, we will like say, oh, and it seems kind of like we're snooty and everything. But no, we, I got, yeah, a lot of movies I'll say are bad. That doesn't mean I don't like them. Right. Yeah, uh, like I had Dude. Um, a friend over, and uh, she was just talking. Like she put on this fucking movie, and I was just laughing my ass off. And like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. And she's like, "Oh my god, you're such a fucking asshole! How can I just watch a movie? Like, so what? Like, I was like, "Hey man, I like shitty movies too." Yeah. And like, pointed to my library. Half of those are shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm a sucker for a dumb rom com. I fucking love stupid ass rom. I like it's so stupid. I like dumb. I know what's gonna happen every fucking time, and yet I fucking love them. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I like dumb, gory fucking B movies. I like a lot of dumb B movies, like fucking. Uh, Sometimes the the there's just stupidity in a movie is charming. Yeah, and you're like ah, oh, you like, guys, you guys tried. So one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite quotes from Clive Barker says, "Give me B movies or give me death," and it's great because you you find all these so good. Dramatic. It's. <laughs> but that's why I like those. My, the writer, eh, Clive? <laughs> my my macabre books. Those are all B movies in literature. Those are all like dumb, like what the fuck, ass Nazis from Auschwitz. Like that's one of the books. But um, that should be a Netflix movie, mm-hmm. like like, like Zombievers. Zombievers is actually good. It's a great flick. I love it. It's a great flick. Bill Burr's you role watch a scary is movie. so. You really want to watch a scary movie, guys? Everyone's always like, I want to watch scary movies on Netflix, and they can never find one. They spend an hour looking, they can never find a good one. Watch Zombievers. Or my, really? my zombie other beavers, zombie. Bill beavers. Burr's in it. He has a great fucking part. It's his He's friend in there that for directed two, two, three minutes, and 
kills it. Of course he does. Burr kills everything. Dude, he should have got a, a like <laughs> award. I don't know. Like, Netflix's shows aren't like nominated because they don't fit a category or like whatever. Netflix should hold their own awards. They show. should. They should. With hookers, oh, black <laughs> <laughs> uh, But no, I would, I would say, actually do your fucking. Well, I will say. Uh, Dale and uh, Tuck, Dale oh, and Dale Tucker, Tucker versus, versus Evil, evil is so one of the best. I think it went straight to DVD, but that's one of the fucking greatest horror comedies ever yeah, made. No, I've I anybody that says I can't find anything on Netflix, I suggest it every fucking time. Chris Smith showed it to me. Dale, Dale and Tucker versus Evil. You guys have to see it, or is it Tucker and Dale? It's I, Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. But it's amazing. it is totally worth seeing. But okay, so this movie. It's a Will Ferrell, Danny McBride fucking movie. Even the beginning of Will Ferrell trying to talk about fucking, uh, it's the crystals that help him get the parallel universe, and he's looked at as a fucking joke in the beginning. Oh my god! And it's that, like that, I that... spent billions of dollars, and he goes, "Whoa, you spent billions of dollars no, he does, he does. of your own no, money?" No, no, he goes, "No, no, no that's no, cute." Clarify, clarify. He's on a talk show. The beginning of the movie. He's on a talk show, and he goes out, and he's having an interview with like a typical like. Jimmy Fallon-esque type kind of guy who's like interviewing and talking about his research. Like, oh, you're a scientist. What's his name? And you're talking about all these things and he just goes and he's just like... Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. And Will Ferrell doesn't come out and he's just like, oh, like like this nice charismatic guy. No, he's the super standoffish, stuck-up professor that a lot of people... A lot of you who listen to this podcast have met that stuck-up He's a Richard Dawkins. He's kind of a Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins is way more playful. Uh, Way more playful. He's a little bit of a dick, He comes out and he's like, he has his legs crossed and he's just like... He starts like packing his smoke pipe. Huge smoke pipe. And he goes, well, you can't smoke that. Uh, well, I wasn't told that I couldn't smoke this. And he's like, he's like, whatever. Puts it back. And he's like talking about. Uh, and he like pounds it on the guy's desk. Amp, amp, yeah. Ampion crystals. I think they're called Ampion crystals of like parallel, getting to parallel universe. Wait, wait, wait. He's talking about he's, time travels. Like we, we might be able to time travel. He's like, wait, you spent billions of dollars of your own money on this project? Like just he goes, ridiculous, <laughs> stupid project. And he goes, well, that's cute. Uh, taxpayer money. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have $10 billion. <laughs> and it's like, dude, instantly great, right off the fucking bat. And then he fights Matt Lauer. To be honest, that's probably the best scene of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then basically, Matt Lauer was like, these people have called you insane. And he's like, well, for one, he's like, who? Name the people. And he goes, well, Stephen Hawking says you are a madman or something. He goes, that's it. I'm out of here. They and he goes, you- he goes Steven said that? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, I was told you weren't supposed to bring that up on you. Like, gets all pissed and he tries to fight him. And then basically, that's the intro to the movie. And then the next thing, he's pitching the same idea of time travel, but it's to a bunch of kids. <laughs> and yeah. it's like in a fucking class. It's a joke because it's time travel. You're a fucking joke. And then from there, you get this fucking super hot British actress. Oh, yeah. Do not remember her name. But she comes in and basically she says, I got kicked out of Princeton for following your views. And have you ever made this? You know, uh, tachyon amplifier. Tachyon amplifier. Have you ever made this tachyon amplifier? And he goes, No, I tried. Can't make it. So she tells him to make it. She shows up. One of my favorite parts ever. She shows up and it's like on the desk and there's hell of food around him. And she goes, What the fuck? He's like, I'm in a food coma. And he goes, He's like, I, I, I made it. It's done, but I couldn't turn it on. Instead, I found myself, you know, eating a fucking extra large pizza at Domino's. And then I was going to go home, but then I, next minute, I found myself powering through a 24 inch <laughs> like football, you know sub but still i could not turn this on <laughs> and then uh she like hits it or he kicks it and fucking it's like show tunes playing she's like ah oh, stupid machine not not show tunes i really think they share the human emotion or the heart of the human emotion and she goes that's a bit gay and he goes it is great <laughs> and just these little quotable lines and he, and, like, he has on his thing and it like life is a vault and if you don't if wait, 
Something like, if you don't make it, it's your own damn vault. And that's a bitch slap of truth right there. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's laying, he's leaning up against the wall, and the poster's on the wall, and he slaps the back of <laughs> he slaps behind him. He's all, it's your own damn vault. <laughs> and he's like, and that is a bitch slap of truth. It's so good. He's slapping the reaching up past slapping. He's like, I, is that a donut with Skittles on it? Yeah, it's, it's donut Skittles, or donut and M&M's. That way, when you're done eating the donut, you don't got to eat any M&M's. <laughs> like, this whole build-up, finally, they finally figure out they need to go to this certain place. They meet Danny McBride, and just Danny McBride's fucking hilarious. He's a salesman, and he's trying to pitch them to pitch in money to buy shit here because he wants to make a fucking giant casino of, like, two towers. And he goes, I'm going to have my my wife in this tower and if she pissed me off I'm gonna banish her to this tower <laughs> but he like does all these funny things and it's it's supposed to be like a kid movie but all the jokes in it like when they're in the boat and he goes things are about to get wet and then he goes whoa none of this equipment can get wet he goes I'm not talking about you and he looks, <laughs> and then, he looks at the girl he looks at the girl and he's all bow chicka bow wow <laughs> and it's just all these little fucking scenes <laughs> Danny McBride we know is hilarious and Will Ferrell just together Danny they're a genius yeah and basically the movie they go obviously they travel to a parallel fucking universe if like time and everything meets in the middle and basically the, like it's uh the show land reptiles of fucking evolve to be a humanoid life form so they're called slee stacks the slee stacks and then you get and the fucking so, monkey and like Chaka, the monkey the thing is cuz like cuz it is based off a television show with really cheap effects and they like purposely made cheap looking sleestack costumes and as a nod funny. to the old show it's a nod to the old fucking show which is great and basically they're they're trying to escape from this place they're, they lost the tachyon amplifier so the whole show the whole movie is them trying to find it in the beginning when the girl comes in she shows him what about this fossil right here it's a cat lighter it says like cat on it and then he pulls it out of his pocket and he fucking fits it in the million year old fossil and it goes to show that boom he is the one that fucking creates time travel and it's a ridiculous corny movie in the end they finally get back Danny McBride stays there because there's a fucking old horde of fine ass women that uh love Danny McBride and love little Chaka the little monkey <laughs> um and the movie is super dumb super corny saying, like, it is totally a worth super seeing super dumb though. movie but there and there's also I love that fucking there's also movie. that's what I'm saying it's yeah. so fucking funny doesn't mean it's not dumb just I, I okay, explain wait, I that I feel like what so a movie can be super dumb, but it's it was funny. But Highly so it enjoyable writing, right? Yeah, it's just the plot I, I, fell I, I, on. I don't face. think it was clever writing. I think the just writing the, it was like a lot premise. of the, the jokes. A lot were a lot of the jokes and everything were kind of uh, improvised. Oh, always, or, it was just Will Ferrell playing Will Ferrell. It was Danny McBride always? He's just Danny McBride is himself. He's not an actor. He just plays himself in every role, just a different level. Sometimes, sometimes he puts it to eleven. Oh, Kenny Powers is. Danny McBride. That's yeah, Danny McBride. yeah, that's that. That was like the mold, and the people just been hiring that. They want, I want that guy for my movie, mm-hmm. so they hired Danny McBride. And uh, like, very, very few things in this movie is actually like clever writing. It's oh, time travel, and there's there's dinosaurs, and you could become friends with a T Rex, and there's also these reptile things who are kind of brainless, but one of them does have a brain, and he's super smart, and like, there's just like so much like. Uh, it's a crazy I thought Chaka was annoying. I, I don't like that character. But what was fun, like, was when they all got high off that fruit. LSD. Oh, like, yeah. LSD when they got LSD. And, like, that giant crab. And he's like, I love when he's like, man, he's like, Chaka looks so juicy and delicious. Like, I wonder how Bobby Filet would cook him. He'd probably do braised polenta. And, <laughs> he'd probably, like, <laughs> and he's like, barbecue that Chaka meat till it fell right off the bone. <laughs> and there's, like, some, like, lame pee jokes and poop jokes that are just... What? Whatever, dude. 
Uh, but but when you have those there two are these, together, there's gyms. There's gyms in it where, it's, where it's them like basically saying, okay, I'm allowed to have fun, so I'm just gonna do something silly, and they make it work. And uh, like so yeah, it's it's like all the best parts are just shit that Danny or Will said. Yeah, and the end of the movie, he comes back. He has time travel. He goes on to a show and uh, on to fucking Matt Lauer show. show. Yeah, and he goes, uh, "Your uh, your manager said I could smoke this." And, he's, <laughs> and he starts, and he pulls out an even bigger pipe and he starts smoking it. Hell, it's a bag. Uh, and he goes, "Yeah, we you know, figure out time travel." He goes, well, "Are you gonna read? Are you gonna read the uh, title of the book?" And he goes, "I'm not gonna read the title of the book." He's all, "Read the title of the book." <laughs> and it, the book is Matt Lauer can suck it. <laughs> Which is, he's like, I can't believe we were allowed to do that. I thought we were going to get in trouble for doing that, but they said it was okay. <laughs> Which is so good. And like I said, the movie is dumb and corny, but it, and it flopped in the theaters, but it completely held up in my end. I fucking love it. I, I think it's very watchable. I've rewatched it a bunch of times. He owns four copies of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do own one copy, though. Okay, so my movie, I like, I like Stevie's intro, so I'm going to kind of copy it a little bit. <laughs> I like your format. My movie got a 6.6 out of 10. God damn, out. I got an 8.5. <laughs> so that was the only... Spoilers! Of, that was the only set of criteria to Adney's that mine didn't fit in. Was It was supposed to be somewhat uh, bad rating, but I'll, I'll explain. The main point was Anyways. that it flopped in theaters. It could be good, but the main thing was that it had to, like... Just lost summer money flop because summers are blockbusters. That's how blockbusters were created. Right, Jaws, yeah. one of the, the first blockbuster was Jaws. Came out in summer. People fucking died because you're swimming the in the movie summer. Does not hold up that well. <laughs> oh, I I disagree. <laughs> really hard. It's a great. Hard. It's a great the movie. The shark. We should have the a Jaws, shark. We the shark Jaws looks discussion. bad, but the shark looked bad in 1975, and it's still. Dude, that movie holds up. <laughs> we, that dude, is a sweet movie. Dude, we you ever seen a shark size, Chris? Oh, we'll battle right, because no. I will it's quote. Fine. It's fine, okay. Because every line of Quince <laughs> is gold. <laughs> Name one other character who can sing nonstop sea shanties and still be a badass. Uh-huh. Kuma Gooding Jr. What? What? <laughs> you just said, I watched a few good men one time. What the fuck? He isn't singing that movie. Motherfucker. Uh, you ever seen here. a dog's eyes, Chris? <laughs> or shark's eyes? <laughs> I like dog's eyes. He can do all. Dog and life is like. He can do all. He can do all. Ladies of Spain. <laughs> Travolta. Jaws Doc. What? Greece. He sung the whole time. Boom. Okay, first off, he was not a badass in that movie. Second off, I said sea shanties. Oh. So you are way off the mark. Fuck. <laughs> Third, I mean, look what at every movie he ever made besides Pulp Broken Lizards, Club Dread, Sea Shanties, boom, right there. Amazing singer. Who sings it? Who I sings, can't remember that guy's name. <laughs> no, he sings Shanties in that movie. That's a badass. He's not really a badass. He's a hippie. <laughs> he's almost like... <laughs> that's my... Dude, I, know, I made joking. the criteria joking. to you guys. <laughs> you're not even trying to me. This is why. <laughs> I love it's it. Pissing you off. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Well, go back to your movie, dude. What's yeah, going on? What movie? Dude, we have, we have... You gotta go to bed. <laughs> 6.5. Oh, okay. Anyways. it's It's got a 33% on Ooh, Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. I should have checked my Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Roger Ebert gave this movie a 1.5 out of 4. Give it a four. poop emoji. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Okay, so this movie... The movie came out in 1999, and it's called The 13th Warrior. It's starring Antonio Banderas and Keanu Reeves. And Wait, no, no other actor that's recognizable in the slightest. Oh. Keanu Reeves was busy making The Matrix in this year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this movie, the budget was $160 million. Holy shit! They spent $160 million on this movie, and you know how much it made? $61 million. They lost Damn. $100 million on this fucking flop. 
but I dig it. It's good. <laughs> um, Antonio Marineros is it, that's first off. First off, that is your fucking the Viper before the Viper was the Viper, <laughs> the Red Viper. Antonio Marineros is extremely charming. The Matrix was made for sixty-three million. This movie cost more than the Matrix. Damn. And this movie made less than the Matrix. Oh yeah, definitely. Same year came out. Same year as the Matrix. Yeah, too. the Matrix is actually um. So I want to say one thing that because you brought that up. Um, there was one movie when I thought of this that I really wanted to do, um, but this movie was already done in a way that was way better than I could have done it. The movie I wanted to do was Last Action Hero, oh, which is like the most like quintessential like blockbuster flop ever. The most meta movie, like like that, yeah. I'm not talking about the quality. I'm sorry. Like they they spent hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. They spent so much. They advertised on a fucking rocket ship, a NASA. Rocket ship. They spent uh, millions of dollars to put the last action hero name on the rocket, put it up into space. And this movie was, it came out in 93 and it was absolutely destroyed by Jurassic Park. It went over everyone's head. So much of it had to be, like I said, but I wanted to do this movie because I I legitimately, unabashedly love the last action hero. Um, it still holds up for me. I've watched it recently, and I still love it. I've watched but, it so many times with you. But, I love that movie. It good? On, but listen, on the good. Cracked podcast, on the Cracked podcast, they did um, a topic which was uh, three dumb movies that had really important repercu- repercussions. Like uh, they were seen as dumb, but they actually turned to be incredibly important and influential, and like all that kind of thing. And they picked three movies. Um, they picked Teen Wolf. Last Action Hero and The Matrix, and the, the, their breakdowns of those three movies were so flawless and so great. It's like, so I like if I, I want to pick Last Action Hero, but I'm just gonna I can't do it the same way that Daniel Bryan did it. Oh, so yeah. I want to pick a different movie. I pick, I picked Thirteenth Warrior. Uh, I want to read real quick. This is what Roger Ebert had to say. It's a quick paragraph, but I'm gonna read what Roger Ebert said about this fucking movie. Do it in a fat guy voice. <laughs> No, you gotta keep doing it. Hold on. You're not gonna understand me. You can't lie. Arriving at a (laughs) arriving at last more than a year after I can't no, it's not gonna make a I can read it, Addy. (laughs) Arriving Burn it down! Burn it (laughs) off! Like it's so incomprehensible. So anyways, this is what he actually said. Arriving at last more than a year after it was completed, the 13th Warrior shows every sign of a production run amok. With a budget said to be more than $100 million, it displays a lot of cash on the screen, but little thought. To extract the story from the endless scenes of action and carnage is more effort than it's worth. The film seems to have been conceived from the special effects on down. Instead of beginning with a good story and then adding FX as needed, it apparently began with the FX and then the story was shoehorned into the pauses in the action. It goes on for a bit longer after that, but that gives you a good taste of... That's the way like every critic saw this movie, and when you do watch it, the story is remarkably muddled. <laughs> uh, it was taken... It was like inspired by, uh, by Beowulf... Very loosely, and uh, these other like because Beowulf holds up these other fairy extremely tales, well <laughs> the actual thing, and then uh, the story is uh, uh, Antonio Banderas plays um, a Muslim, which that's funny, <laughs> right there. It's like bad start, man. 
Uh, but he Ices said, and boots. Okay. I don't get it because I didn't see But here's the thing. He shows up with his swervy Latin charm, and you forgive him immediately for wearing his little dresses and stuff, and his eyeliner because he has eyeliner on. But in the story, he's like a poet, and he's incredibly religious, uh, but and he fall he fell in love with like uh, the king's wife or some bullshit, and so he had to be sent away. And they sent away on his way. And then like what's funny is like he by happenstance runs into some Vikings, and it's like very like they're like just traveling on horseback. They're like kind of riding north, and they're all oh that's a ship, and he's like and his friends all we better be careful. And he goes why are they dangerous? He's like probably. It's like, such, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's like, it's bad dialogue, and it was so clunky the way, like, they shoehorned Antonio Banderas into this situation. I don't even remember his name. Did like, the Vikings like, say, like, his... we're going to build the biggest fire the North has ever seen? I'm going to get that. Uh, but, uh, so, about Giants his, the... name, his name is actually Hello Long, and they actually use it as a joke later on in the movie, but um, I, can't, I can't even pronounce his fucking name that's supposed to be in this movie, but, um... He meets uh, these Vikings, and what happens in the story Tony is Banderas, that... Tony first of his name. Bruno. the <laughs> 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 Rhino, the fucking first oh, man. Fuck. Breaker of change. Finders of vi- Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> Writer of poets. Stumble, stumble, stumble upon her of Vikings. <laughs> Writer of poetry. It was such a, like, a lucky... Oh, Study wow, of like, Korans. We happen to be at a harbor, and there's Vikings. That showed up. That's so and they're funny. like, hey, let's dine with them. Oh, they happen to be friendly. Let's all have this giant feast. And he's sitting there, and you can't understand the Vikings because, you know, different language. So in the movie, Antonio and his buddy are speaking English, and the other guys are speaking some fucking, like, Gaelic. Is this subtitle at least? No, it's just you're not supposed to understand him because oh. you're supposed to feel like Antonio. Like, like I'm oh, lost. Okay. I can't. Understand. These men are humongous, and they're constantly drinking, and they start fighting while they're in the middle of eating dinner. I wonder if that's what and the wildlings like, are supposed to be based off really are the yeah, Vikings. Well, oh. the, yeah, they are, like, loosely, though. Like, most, like, the Northerners and the uh, Iron Islanders are more Viking-esque. Oh, than yeah. But the plot of the movie is that uh, some far-off, of like, village town is being attacked by demons, and they need help, and so they go to this main guy. Like they travel all this way to go to these one Viking dudes who are known warriors, and like we're asking you for help. And he's like, maybe we will. And they have this witch lady do some weird prophet shit, and she goes, thirteen warriors must go and defend. And then so that guy immediately volunteers. And then all the other drunk Vikings one by one start volunteering. I'll go. And they're like laughing, and like yeah, let's fucking die, because <laughs> they're Vikings. And then um, they're like. And then she like all of a sudden it gets quiet and they're all like oh my god and they all look over at Antonio, and then he goes what are they saying what are they saying to his buddy and his buddy's all they said that the thirteenth warrior cannot be a Northman, and then he's like you gotta go dude, <laughs> and then they're all looking at him and he's just like I'm not a warrior I'm not I'm not a warrior like he said that several times throughout the movie I'm not a warrior, he turns out to be pretty good which is <laughs> silly oh how ironic, fucking stupid. Hello, <laughs> Laria. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, so he gets dragged on. So it's him and these uh, 12 other fucking Vikings. And they call him, they end up calling him Little Brother because they can't say his name. But, anyways, he goes to this place and he fights against, and like, oh, they're all preparing to fight against these demons. And he's all par- terrified. And you find out that they're not actually demons, they're people 
who like put on these headdresses of bears and like these fake horns and fake bear claws and they want to trick you into thinking that they're uh, supernatural just to get into your head and to scare the people so they could fucking kidnap like every time like they kill someone they take their heads if one of their own dies they take the dead body with them and they eat their dead so that like so like the, so to like these primitive people who don't really know they just haven't really captured any of these it's terrifying dead. they think they really do think they're demons because they can yeah. never find any of their dead because their dead gets taken and they only attack at night so you can't see very well so that's the plot of the movie it's bad because it's super like the, a lot of the dialogue is super fucking corny uh some of the fight scenes are kind of seem unnecessary um like like i said like you don't there's no reason why antonio Banderas is all of a sudden should be a badass yeah there's n- he gets no training doesn't do anything. He says over and over again, I'm a poet, not a warrior, and yet he kicks ass later on in the fucking movie. Um, there's no, like, defined antagonist. Uh, there's this one part where, like, for some reason, another nobleman hates, like, the king guy that they're trying, that all the 13 are trying to help. It's the, for no reason. There's this extra rivalry where it's a human bad guy, and he's only in the movie for two fucking minutes. What? He shows up, and he's just this asshole, and he has this huge, humongous guy on his side, and he's and he starts helping them dig trenches and put up spikes and shit. And the Vikings are all like, "Oh, this guy's gonna be trouble. We better uh, do something about it." <laughs> no, he's a giant guy. You need his help. Why are you like you? You have so few people against these demon bears and you're gonna want to kill this guy for no reason and so a fight breaks out and they end up killing him and then that the fucking nobleman gets all pissed off and he runs away and he's all upset and he's all swinging his sword at hay and he's like <laughs> and then he never shows up again really he just exits the movie oh, and it's like it's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah and like i said like and like of course like the plot like uh Roger Deeper said like it's so like okay what's going on here <laughs> and then like there's you could feel there's supposed to be this religious element to it because they have their gods and he has his one god and he prays here and there but he only prays like twice when he should have been praying like a hundred times without the movie because <laughs> that's part of the religion um, and why aren't just, you praying more it seems like they had a bunch of elements but they just like ah cut it out stick to the fighting hmm. which the fighting scenes a lot of them are like there's some shaky cam which is annoying is it like a really big production? I mean, with that amount of I, money, like, like, was there a lot of people in these battle scenes or not, anything? It doesn't really feel like it. The battle scenes don't seem that big. They huh. seem like more Game of Thrones level. Like, it seems like a mismatch. Not Battle of the Bastards. I'm talking about Battle of the Bastards. I'm talking about like, they seem like, because Roger Eber said you can see the money on the screen. Like, it felt, Braveheart felt a lot bigger, huh. basically. Can even though it came out four years spent? earlier. I don't understand how. So yeah, I think I I don't know maybe weather fucked up fucked up mm. filming a bunch of times because like it looks like they filmed in like Northern Ireland or someone like that mm. and it like never rains in the movie you know like it should have rained a bunch of times <laughs> and uh, I don't know like it just oh, and like that, there's like this weird oh. love interest with Antonio Banderas and this blonde uh, really uh, cute chick that like oh is this gonna be a love thing oh wait it didn't I totally that just they ignored that so too there's no the gun never goes off in the entire movie oh there's several guns on the wall none of them even get taken off the mantle no fire. dude that's crazy <laughs> so the plot of the movie is Antonio Manera is a poet finds a bunch of religious Vikings they pray together they fight magical bears not and... even pray together no <laughs> well they pray there's not separately even a, there's not even the gun goes off for the religious part which. Like, okay, well, there's one line at the very end of the movie that you could probably take as the gun going off, but it just doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like a payoff. Okay, 
this is why I like. I know I shit on this movie for a while, but I do like it. I saw it when I was a kid, and I actually dug it because it was like, oh, first off, a non-white guy main character. That's pretty sweet. Oh, you loved it automatically. <laughs> like as a kid, it was like, oh wow, that's racist. There's something, <laughs> and this was like this was coming right oh, off of the mask. Of white Blow. lives matter, Adney. <laughs> white actors matter, Adney. <laughs> I know, that's why they're 90% of all movie casts. <laughs> Editing that <Bag>. out. <laughs> anyway, but like, no, but like, the main reason I like this movie is like, there's like, there was like, there was cool things. You could tell that like, there was like, the, like, a lot of people, somebody had some really cool ideas. And if it was, it just put, wasn't executed. Like, if these ideas would have been put into a Game of Thrones, if they, they would have been like, oh, remember that part? Would have been awesome. One of my things is the language barrier. You start off with this huge language barrier, and Tony Banneras cannot understand these men. But his friend is slowly telling him, oh, he said that. So he's giving, like, cues of what these guys are saying. And then later you get a montage of every now and then he's getting translation, he's getting translation, he's getting translation. His friend goes away, but he's still listening, and he's quiet. He's, like, over and over again, he's just sitting by the fire and listening to all the Vikings talk. And over time, all these Gaelic words turn into English word here, and English word there, English word here, and it gets more and more. Next thing you know, he can understand their language. Not perfectly. He does, like, kind of stumble on his the way he talks or later on in the movie, but you get this, uh, like, this is a very intelligent person who's picking up on language cues, and then he, like, they insult him, and then he insults them back, and one of the Vikings tries to kill him, and the leader's like, how the fuck did you, how did you know our language? He goes, I listened. And then they all start laughing, like, ah, let's drink! <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, oh, that's such a fucking wildling thing to do, you know? <laughs> Also, when he first meets them, like I was gonna, this is what I was gonna say earlier, is that they're in the middle of this huge feast and they're doing all this drinking, and then Antonio Banderas, like, it just, he's just so, that behavior itself is like just so often. He's like, what are they doing? He's like, oh, oh, blah, blah, blah's father died. So this is his funeral. He's like, what the fuck? This is how you do a funeral? That's... Like, so befuddled and just like, oh my God, tell you that. And it's like, fuck yeah, that's how you do a funeral. Uh, yeah, you may. Because we honor the dead here at the Alpha <laughs> We drink and to the dead. That was another, like, cool this thing. This one's that, for you, Ned. That was another cool <laughs> thing that could have been a cool part of the movie. Another really cool thing that I really liked, um, there was a point because they first get there and, like, he's not a warrior. He doesn't even own a sword. And the smalls of the Vikings, the one who starts that nickname, Little Brother, he throws, he's like, here, throws him a fucking big-ass broadsword. And he's like, oh, and he's like, way too fucking right. heavy for him. He's like, I can't lift this thing. And he's like, we'll get stronger. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and then like that, and he's like carrying it on his shoulder, and it's like so big and fucking... And like, no, he doesn't carry it on his shoulder. He has it on his horse, because it's too heavy to put on his shoulder. And he's just sitting there, and then um, they're making the spikes for a defense of their little fort thing. And everyone just goes up. They put this giant fucking, like, these trees into the ground. And they take their swords and cut it twice, one on each side. And it becomes a point. And he goes, see, little brother? Just like that. And then he tries it, but the sword is too heavy. So when he swings, he just loses his balance every time. And he barely, like, hits the actual wood. And he's just like, do you have a metal worker? Or, like, he says something like that. And he goes, metal worker? Like, him trying, struggling with the language. And uh, they go, oh, yeah, over there. And he gives it to the guy, and he's, like, putting on the grindstone, but he's just sharpening it. And he goes, no, 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 no. Like, there's no, like, dialogue. All you can – it's it's from the point of view of one of the other Vikings, and he's just watching him. And all you see is, like, the body language of Antonio is going, no, 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 let me see it, let me see it. And he grabs the sword, and then he just, like, puts all of his weight on the blade, and he just grinds it down hella hard. And the next time you see him, it's, like, a fucking half of the size. It's like a dagger now. The half of the size, and it's curved. Hmm. And he's just like, check it out. And then they're all like, la- like laughing at him, kind of like, what is that? What you're gonna do? What are you gonna do with that? And then he goes, up, he goes up to the fucking the giant fucking logs in the ground and hits it. Just boom, he goes, it works. And then he fucking like, uh, he balances the hilt 
like right on his fingers, and then he throws it up in the air and tosses it, then catches it, does like a little swing, a little move, and then puts it right to one of the Vikings' uh, like necks to show, like, look, I can actually use this. And then the Viking just looks at him and he goes, like, when you die, can I give that to me, daughter? It's <laughs> 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 just like, like fun, like just fun, stupid moments like that make me like the movie. And like when you find out that these aren't demons, there's nothing supernatural about this flick. It's people who, and like Antonio, but like they're like they're solving the mystery as the movie goes along. And Antonio keeps solving a lot of the big things. He's like, okay, they have like these giant claws and everything, and they look like bears, but they stand on all, they stand on two feet and they ride horses. And they're like, okay, he's like, well, they want you to think they're bears. That's what they want. They want, they think they're bears. And they want you to think they're bears. They want to scare you. Where would a bear hide? Like we need to find a cave. That's where we'll find their lair. And like. The people are like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna they're rousing the fireworm. The fireworm's gonna attack us. He's like, I don't believe in dragons. He's like, no, the fireworm's real. And then you see, they come in the mist too at night in the in like fog, so it's really hard to see. But you see like this this trail of fire make like this real serpentine like movement down the mountain, and you find out they're just holding torches. And like that's what you find out more over and over again. These are people who are trying to trick mm. like all like all the people who aren't part of their tribe that they're supernatural. And it's almost as if here's a guy who's super religious finding out that the supernatural thing isn't real and that you need to look at it practically. Like, that's what I got out of the movie is here's a guy who's all about God and he's constantly talking about God. Before, like, the last battle, he gets down and he prays hella bad and everything. It's like, well, that didn't help you. None of the supernatural thing help you. What happened is if you fucking look behind the fucking mask and look at it from – what helped you was looking at it in a logical way, a scientific way. And breaking things down, that's what helped you guys win. So that would have been a great checkoff run for him is to become an atheist at the end saying, like, I finally see yeah. that Supernatural is not real. I like to pretend that's how this movie ends because <laughs> <laughs> at the very end, he, he prays. At the very end, after like all these Vikings died, like the, God the, saved us all, bro. Is that this, what one Viking, this, this one Viking, this one Viking is left. Is that a lesbian Viking? Viking. Antonio's on a boat, a Viking boat, and he's leaving back to his home. And the Viking is like, "Farewell, little brother." And then uh, all this stuff, and he's like, um, something about God or whatever. And he goes, um, or no, the guy says, "I'll pray for you." And uh, Antonio says back, he's like, "Oh yeah, who? Which gods are you gonna pray to?" And he goes, well, one god may be enough for your home country, but here we need many. I will pray to all of them for you. And he's like, thank you. I will pray back for you. Kind of acknowledging that maybe your gods are real too. But in this really, they both say it in this kind of silly way of, yeah, we know this is bullshit. Yeah. It feels like they're both like, yeah, we're both wrong, man. We're both wrong That's about our kind of cool. Beliefs. Plus it also shows that two people completely different beliefs can get yeah. together and be friends Despite their fucking belief system, it's a great movie, Adney. I've never even seen it. <laughs> I, I just like Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I love Antonio. And Banderas. I like that fucking there and was the eighteen part, fucking Tormont Giants Bane in it. <laughs> and the one part, the one part, uh, like this is like the best Viking. The guy I keep like quoting is like mostly this one Viking, and he's the one who kills the guy for no fucking reason. He starts a fight with him on purpose. Keeps throwing mud on him, and the guy's like twice his size and a lot younger. And he's like, they sight down, like, all right, we're going to settle this like gentlemen. And they pick up swords and three shields. And it's like, okay, if you, if you, if all three of your shields break, then you have to die. That's how they play this little game of theirs. And they're all, all right. So they go at it. And like, the big guy is like getting ready. And Antonio goes up to uh, the, the Viking dude and he goes, You realize he's a lot bigger than you, right? And he's also a lot younger. Like, are you crazy? And he goes, Sure, bet on him if you'd like. And he goes, uh, <laughs> And then the little the Viking that we like, that you're supposed to like, gets his ass kicked. 
and all three of his shields shatter against, and he doesn't get, he doesn't do anything to the big guy. The big guy's all smiling like he thinks he's so badass, and then he goes up, he's about to kill him, and the Viking that we like kind of gets down on one knee, and he's holding his sword, like the tip of his sword is in the ground, he's kind of holding onto it, waiting for his head to get chopped off, and then as soon as the big guy goes to swing, he jumps up, spins around, and then cuts the fucking big guy's head off, and it turns out like he was all acting. Like, he, uh, he pretended like he was out of breath, but he did that move, and he's just completely calm, and he looks over at the noble guy that you're not supposed to like, who's only in the movie for two minutes, and he goes, take care of your friend. Rah. He was a brave man. <laughs> and just, like, such a fucking dick move. Batman. And then he, like, kind of, then he's just like, <laughs> and he's like, all right, that was fun. And he's, like, pouring water on his head. And then Tony Byers like, you could have killed him at any time. And he's like, yeah. So why the deception? Deception is the point. <laughs> it's any fun. Any fool can calculate strength, but now he has to calculate what he can't see. And I was like, oh, wow, this is going to turn out to be a really cool little side storyline, but it didn't pay off. <laughs> There's no payoffs. There's no, everyone, guns were on the mantle, goddammit. <laughs> they set up, they took that gun off the mantle, and they placed it on the table, and they said, here, it's cocked, and they didn't fire it. That's that's some money. I, I, I dig the movie. I'm definitely going to check it out, even though like it's kind of a bummer. What's because like 12th Warrior, I think? 18th Warrior? <laughs> like, I need and the check off guy. Uh, so much. Warrior. Like, I need that. But, uh... All right, so we're going to go over to my suggestion. So the only criteria I feel like I didn't hit, even though Adney Art kind of already went over it, I do feel like I did kind of cheat because mine is technically an 8.2. Even on on IMDb, even on Rotten Tomatoes, it got uh, 89%. So when did it come out? Came out in... 1982. It came out the same time Star Trek Wrath of Khan came out. Oh, okay. I came like out, Star Trek Wrath of Khan. Uh, actually, it's the best okay. Star Trek movie. Mm. It is. It is. So, the movie I picked is Blade Runner. Came out in 1982. <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> but here's why it flopped because there was like four films that came out that were all sci-fi. They like had this resurgence of sci-fi in 82 during the summer. Oh, I think it was E.T. A lot of movies got fucked. Like if no, you look no, no, at that was late eighties. Look at was even, it late eighties. Look at even. I can't remember like, the exact. Like one. South Park, the movie came out and it was rated R. Oh, it was ET eighty two. Really? ET came out then Damn. too. So that was Star Trek and ET, and there was another one I can't remember. Oh, See, yeah. South Park did the same thing with uh, Wild Wild West came out, and a bunch of people like Wild Wild West did better than South Park, but it's because people that were young bought tickets to Wild Wild West and snuck into South Park because they couldn't mm. see it because it was rated R, just like oh. they do in the movie Super Meta. <laughs> that movie is meta as fuck, though, if you think about oh, yeah, it. it is. That movie is a super meta movie, but continue, I apologize. So anyways, I believe, and why I think this movie is so amazing is because of Ridley Scott. I mean... You had a decent plot. I mean, it was kind of predictable, in my opinion. It's but a book, too, It didn't I think, have I holes. There weren't a lot of holes in it. Um, I can see how people... Explain the plot to people, because a lot of people haven't seen Blade Runner. What? If you haven't seen Blade Runner... Yeah, a I lot re- of people haven't it's, seen it. You know, the thing you is... You mentioned it, and people are like, what's that? It might not hold up to, like, the new society and that we have You have right to appreciate the movies. You kind of have to appreciate movies. Because the pacing movies. is way fucking slower. But you have to, like... If you loved Hateful Eight, you're gonna love Blade Runner. If you like Transformers, you're not gonna like Blade Runner. It's pretty much that fucking simple. If you need something that's action-packed, fast, 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 go, 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 you're probably not gonna yeah, there like There are some Blade people Runner. now who think that Indiana Jones, like... The, origi- like the original, like the original, Raiders of the Lost Ark. They, people think that that was slow paced. What? That's yeah. so crazy. We're, we we are so lost with like suspense and like like good writing, climax, building, pacing. Those are things almost of the past right now, and those are the things I why made a I good love movie, this yeah. fucking movie. And so it's a summer flop because it came out the same 
year as all those other ones, and it only made, I believe it was like, it got produced for $28 million and it only made $26 million. So when you're losing money, it's considered a flop. Yeah, of course. When it's a summer blockbuster, if you put $28 even if you million break in even, it, it's considered you're hoping kind of a that's gonna, flop. Yeah. If it's a summer blockbuster, it needs to go into the range of $100 million. That's usually what a blockbuster is considered. I mean, Finding Dory just did it, $100 million. Warcraft even fucking did it, you know? So those are considered summer blockbusters. Why I love it is because of Ridley Scott. What else did Ridley Scott do? Oh, here's a couple. Alien, Gladiator, Black Hawk Down, American Gangster, Matchstick Men, Prometheus, The Martian, and Thelma and Louise. Whatever. He peaked early. He's 78. <laughs> he peaked early. He's 78, and like two years ago he made Prometheus. Ow. Not the best, but it could have been a lot fucking worse. Hey, it worse. was watchable. It was I, watchable. I, liked it. I watched it in theaters. I was like, it's not that bad. It wasn't horrible. They it wasn't great. Great. Well, wasn't great. Instead of run, but still. <laughs> I will say, he did a good job by casting Idris Elba. <laughs> Even though it was a small, small fucking role. But and this, he also cast, what's his name, right from, uh, what did we just watch? Um, X-Men. Didn't he cast, what's his name, is like the robot? Michael Fassbender. I think he fuck yeah. Didn't he cut yeah. Michael Fassbender? Might have been the as, robot, I believe, in that movie. David, the fucking robot. cyborg guy. Yeah, he and Michael Fassbender. Everything Fassbender does is good. Yeah, hands down, he makes movies. Name a bad oh. Fassbender movie. <laughs> I fucking dare you. Name a bad Fassbender if you do, character. He'll show up in your home and murder you with a coin. Because <laughs> he can bend metal. But so anyway, the plot of Blade Runner is. You you in, you're introduced to Deckard, which is like your main character, and that's Harrison Ford, and he is forced by the police boss to continue his old job as a replicant hunter. So it's made in 1982. Let's just wrap our head around that it's made in 19 fucking 82. You didn't have these fucking computers pumping out all these special graphics that you have now. You didn't have all these ways of like doing it in post. You had to do everything as is. So if you're going to have these special effects, effects, you have to have practical fucking oh, practical effects. effects yeah, practical. So how are you going to make uh, a sci-fi world? What did Star Trek do? They went to secluded locations and then they would kind of build everything around it, but they were in the earth they were still on the earth and you could kind of tell in each scene even though they might supposed to be on this planet or this planet i mean you kind of know that it's still earth they didn't actually go out and go in the studio build complete sets which is exactly what blade runner did everything that you see that's supposed to be the city that we're in or the metropolis or whatever you want to call it is all models and i'm talking like let's take a 10 by 10 table, 10 feet by 10 feet, and then they created one yeah, this model. Is some, that's something that uh, Star Wars did, speaking of Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is like the George and the production team, they got a bunch of ping pong ball, like ping pong tables, and just set it up and then got like uh, battleship kits, all these different model kits and just shit like that, tubing and like plumbing equipment, all that kind of just fucking super glued it all together and spray painted the fucking thing and that's the surface of the Death Star. Yeah, that's even the, fucking, the intro. That's uh, most Eisley and, and, you know, all that shit. Yeah, even the intro when you're getting the fucking uh, Star Destroyer, yeah. that's like all practical fucking effects. Even the words flying through the sky, that's practical effects. Yeah, that's fucking a, that's crazy. a tablet method that they stole from fucking Buck Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be stolen from old so Buck, that's dude. The, that was the first thing that just stood out to me because it opens up and it's just a scene of this old <laughs> metropolis. Shit's on fire. You're in this completely new environment. I felt that when I opened up with the Star Trek movie, I felt like I was like on Earth. I felt that I was in a movie. I didn't feel that I was in a sci-fi world until Blade later Runner immersed on. you. Exactly. So going right to, like, I want from you to the go, start. Like, like, 
tell the people what these replicants are because you just said he he hunts the replicants, but tell them what they are and why he's hunting them. So the replicants are essentially Cylons. <laughs> like if you see oh, from, uh, Gal- uh, Gal- from Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> Galactica. <laughs> Let me define an obscure sci-fi movie with an obscure sci-fi <laughs> television series. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're fucking robots. It's AI essentially. You it's a the word using the word. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially robots that were created. Galactica is hella good though, dude. Yeah. I mean, here's what the plot is defined as: Deckard is forced by the police boss to continue his old job as a replica hunter. He retired essentially. His new assignment: he has to eliminate four escaped replicants from the colonies who have returned to Earth. Before starting the job, Deckard goes to the Tyrell Corporation and he meets this girl, Rachel, and we see this great interaction because Deckard has a test to tell if you're a replicant or not. Why exactly the replicants were made, I can't remember exactly why they were made. I know that they were made But they become evil just like in Galactica. But they become more powerful, essentially, than humans. They're better than humans, so... I'm not sure if they were, like, an alien. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we made them, but I can't... I, I'm not... Like I said, it's been a minute since I've seen it. I didn't rewatch it to do this. I just looked up some blockbusters, and I saw it was on there. I had to fucking do it. But it isn't even because of the plot. I'm not doing a review of this movie. That's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you why I fucking loved it. And I loved it, first of all, because of the models. They didn't have one room of models. They had an entire fucking studio... Uh, Let's say 100 yards by 100 yards fucking studio packed with fucking models. They had to get all their equipment in and then they had to have a zoom lens on a camera as it's looking above it or it's looking into it and they're pushing into the models and they're 60 feet a fucking way. But because they have a zoom lens, it looks like it's compacted. It looks like you're right up against this fucking structure, whatever it may be. And that's what I fucking love about it is the art of the fucking filmmaking. Ridley Scott does such a fucking great job of crafting all these little things. He hired the right fucking people to make sure that we got these fucking models that are going to look so fucking great that I'm going to be able to get an extreme close-up and pan all the way across it. And we're going to see lights inside. And it's going to be like we're fucking in another city. That's why I fucking love it. Not only that, but Harrison Ford in that movie is the was Tom Hardy in Mad Max. Rarely any fucking lines. Everything is eyes and looks, and he fucking kills it. There's a lot of people out there. It's like, oh well, he didn't barely even use his gun. He wasn't a good officer. All this stuff. That all goes to his fucking character because he's that fucking badass. He doesn't need his fucking gun. <laughs> Damn. Who needs dude. a fucking gun? He doesn't need to talk. He can just fucking look at you. He can say two fucking words and he's gonna fucking figure you out. And that was really Scott. As much as I'm sure there was a big part of Harrison Ford in there, but Harrison Ford loves fucking talking. Isn't Harrison, Ford in the movie, <laughs> isn't Harrison Ford in the movie like he's a great at reading body language exactly, and like that? He's yeah. just kind of a genius in a sense because he's like, he knows he can tell who the fake really robot is. Because Harrison are. Ford in real life is an extraordinarily clumsy person. <laughs> <laughs> himself on every fucking set because he's high every set he smokes weed yeah because he's a gangster <laughs> all right uh, anyways this, like, mo- good, good. No, never mind. this movie gets a lot of, of of shit for the lack of story or being too cliche but i mean how was et any better story-wise God, to be honest like eh, it's kind of predictable star trek i'll give you star trek it kind of gives you like a little bit of a loop star trek fucked me up a that little movie's bit. good dude that movie but, uh, <laughs> graphicon is fucking great <laughs> but for 1982 the the shit that he was able to pull off was absolutely amazing i think the product or the production design the angles kill star trek now i think star trek's plot story 
Everything else about Star Trek is fucking better. Star Trek is more plausible than Star Wars, too. Neil deGrasse Tyson said so. <laughs> dick. <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> um, Star Wars is more exciting, though. <laughs> Star Wars is basically just fantasy in space. But everybody has a really big problem with the pacing. They say it's too slow. And I feel that if you aren't taking it at face value, if you don't need something to happen, and you're looking at all the intricacies in the background and the foreground, and you're seeing all this stuff, and you're seeing Harrison Ford scowling or, or yeah. making a fucking, like, his you're, eyes you're are a looking mo- It's a moviegoer's movie. You know? and it, the, it's a, somebody who appreciates a movie. It's a moviegoer's movie. It's not, you're not, it's yeah. not a casual movie it's fan. Definitely you not. have to appreciate movies to be like, no, this is good, because we know a little bit... Be- all three of us know somewhat behind the scenes. We know what's we know what's behind the curtain. We know what's behind Oz. But since we know what's behind the curtain, we appreciate things for what they are. We're like, man, you know, we know that there's so much work that goes into this. So you saw how the sausage was made. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was just like disgusting. Just to do that to put that <laughs> amount of time, work, and effort into like not have your models be shitty. Is that pig intestine. So fucking good. That's your casing. <laughs> That's disgusting. I mean, one of the. Best scenes in the movie is one of the first fucking scenes where we have this guy from the Tyrell Corporation no. interviewing one of said replicas, and he's, he's just growing having strong and shit. casual time with them. <laughs> and he's just slowly asking him questions, and he can like read his heartbeat. He's got a monitor on or something, but the replica's hella smart, and it's like catching on. It's like, why are you asking me? It's like it asked him one question, and it was like. Um, so here's a scenario. You're in the desert, and the first thing the fucking replicas, why am I in the desert? What what desert am I in? And the guy's like, why does it matter? He's like, what do you mean why does it matter? Of course it matters. Deserts are different. Like, and it's just like this whole there's, dynamic. There's the world. It's actually Antarctica, okay? Because it doesn't have to be uh, hot to be desert. It just has to have no rainfall. There was this whole dynamic. <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. And all it was. <laughs> I don't know. Was it, it was a long table. Oh, in the movie. <laughs> don't quote this podcast ever. <laughs> It was a long table and two fucking people. It was a three and a half minute scene and it was some of the best suspense that's been fucking built up, in my opinion, in a fucking scene in the past 20 fucking years. Like, you're not going to be able to get that suspense from something that comes out today. You don't get that suspense in a Michael Bay film. I did not get that kind of suspense from X-Men Apocalypse. Exactly. At all. At all. And they had a fucking bigger bigger fucking budget. So it just goes to show you that that if you have a great director, if you have a good fucking cast... (laughs) If you surround Adjusted yourself... Adjusted for inflation, it <laughs> still had a smaller budget. Yeah. If you surround yourself with people that know what the fuck they're doing, you're going to be able to create something people good. People who are passionate about the project. Like for your 13th word, you have $162 million. The studio just literally gave them money, gave them shitty people to do it, and they probably just fucked off the whole yeah. fucking time, yeah. you know? Well, we got $162 million. We do whatever we'll we go want. next Yeah, time. when you have a smaller budget, you're, p- you're pinching pennies. Exactly. So you're trying to be smart with your fucking money and with your product. That actually forces you to be creative a lot of the time. Is And it forces a better product. is the mother of invention. That's why so many like artistic things. Like the reason why I love fucking cartoons that are kind of targeted at kids is because they're not allowed to do a lot of things. So they have to be creative with what they do with it, and so you get these really beautiful images of brutal things. And it's just Adventure it Time. So much <laughs> I fucking love Adventure Time so hard. And if so I even, hard. If I told you like even fifteen of the people who've worked as voice actors, you would shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking just a who's who list of stand-up comedians. Donald Glover is played an awesome character in it too, Chris. People love it, dude. Donnie Adventure G. Time is the shit. Donnie G. <laughs> Donnie G. He's coming out Mark with Hamill. the show in September. Donald. It's Paul called Tompkins. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Maria Bamford. Fucking dude, like there's. Oh my god. Get into the mic, Adney. <laughs> Get into the mic, Adney. 
But yeah, I, that, I mean, that's all I wanted to say. I, I, I want everybody to watch this movie not for the action, not for the actors, not for what the cult classic it's supposed to be. I want you to watch it for the design. Appreciate the design. You don't even have to watch the whole fucking thing. But I bet you, if you just take 15 fucking minutes, the beginning 15 minutes, and actually pay attention, don't worry about action, don't worry about story, just just watch the scenes. Look at the fucking scenes. Don't read so much into it. Don't expect to be entertained. This is a movie that you have to want to watch in order to be entertained. You have to be looking deeper than just what's at face value. And that's why I fucking love Blade Runner. And that's why I fucking... I think what Stevie said really, like, epitomizes why you like it and why some people don't. It's a movie lover's movie. You have to be in love with movies as a whole, not just not just a certain kind of movies, but in love with movies. My love with cinema, and you'll love this movie. That's why we love Hateful Eight so much, because we love Dude, fucking movies. I love that, that, that movie. People said it was slow. Yeah. And I fucking, even Crack Dark, even Crack said, Daniel Bryan's like, yeah, it's a little slow. There was eight minutes they left out, and it's, I fucking, I rewatched it. I watched it, pirated it twice, watched it, and still <laughs> paid. Went to the fucking movies and paid for it. That shows you, oh, and I paid for my date, ginger ass bitch. So <laughs> that means I paid for it twice. So uh, that goes to show you, like we said, vote with your wallet. When and it comes to movies that you fucking love, please vote with your wallet because the only reason we can get great fucking films and great TV shows and fucking things that we love that make them, that give us great memories that impact our lives, such as Creed with Adney, you know, such as fucking Game of Thrones with Adney. <laughs> <laughs> such as Circuit Warrior with Adney. <laughs> but uh, Adney in every movie he's ever seen, apparently. <laughs> but just, yeah. If, if you no, love you something, just emotional. If, if you love something, <laughs> they were trying to say. <laughs> if you love something, you're passionate about something. Vote with your wallet. May, get it remade again. So show, buy Blade Runner and DVD. Oh, I would buy it on Blu-ray. It was shot on 70 millimeter, just oh, like shit, fucking nice. uh, Hateful Eight. That's why the images are so beautiful. Yeah, if you love movies, just please. We've told you this many times. Please vote with your wallet. Movies and music. They've they've kind of we get gems now and again, but there's so many there's oh, there's a lot of bad old movies too, a lot of bad old music. But there's it's rare now that I hear music that is mainstream or movies that are like like World of Warcraft, for instance, like fucking Transformers, like the fucking Fast and Furious. These movies are supposed to be iconic and huge, you know, big budget, and they just suck to me. They're just terrible. The dialogue's fucking horrible. It's either these fucking hundred million dollar movies or these movies that go straight to fucking Toronto fucking uh, film festival or Kings, Sundance yeah. film festival Kings, and they, they're they're indie films and they they're they're amazing. Look at fucking uh, West uh, West Anderson West movies. Anderson. West Anderson is fucking incredible. Oh, he's one of the Everything best Everything he's in ever the game done. Right Dialogue-wise, cinematography, cinematography no, is amazing. insane. Amazing. And I, he has these little things that he does. He changed the game of filming. Dude, in the Grand Budapest Hotel, he changed the format of the fucking film three times. He went through a 4x3. So a 4x3 is the old school when like you're in 1990, the Simpsons are coming on, you got your like antennas or whatever, and it looks more boxy. Like now we have widescreen. Now you got your letterboxes on the top and the bottom, and it's stretched through the middle of the screen. So Wes Anderson, on the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is a 2014 fucking film, he starts in a 4-3 fucking form. So you're sitting there watching the movie, and I'm like, I'm sitting there like, why is this in 4-3? Like, I'm freaking out. It's getting me claustrophobic. I'm like, ugh. And it's adding 
to the film. And then eventually, oh, because it just it's seamlessly time, right? it transitions isn't it timelines? to 16 by 9. Exactly. It's because of the timeline. It's line. touching with the time. That's so good. That's good. genius. <laughs> okay, on to Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, we're done with movies. That's it. Oh, man. Okay, let's go to the dating corner. Oh, to the dating corner! Oh my god, but you gotta, 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 fucking buddy, gotta, gotta, fucking out. Ooh. Ah. The dating corner. So, because these two guys don't know how to date, I, really, I, don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either, but I put myself out there. I mean, I <laughs> You're some fucking hero. <laughs> I put myself out there. I put myself on the line. At least I tried. Bag. A forever. Whatever. Okay. Bitches know though. He's hiding in the shadows. <laughs> That's why he can't get chased. <laughs> playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> nope. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't hide in the shadows playing That's Pokemon Go. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, That's what dating. you do. Instead of dating, I'm doing Pokemon Go. He's dating his phone. Oh my god. That's, That's what he's, That's what he's do. doing. He's like, I got to get out of here. I got Pokemon to fucking find. That's not what I'm doing at all. Um, so I got a Pokemon actually, to find. I actually have a great fucking story. Penis so. I gotta go Palm Pearl Harbor, yeah. Do we all remember <laughs> Sparkle from last week? Yes. Oh, we remember Sparkle. Yeah, because Sparkle's tight. Sparkle's sparkling, dude. Sparkle's tight in two ways. She's <laughs> glitter. She's the herpes of craft supply. <laughs> so anyways, Martin. <laughs> uh, uh, we all had a trip to go out to the lake. Ooh, this is going to get me started on another tangent. We had a fucking plan with one of our buddies like a month in advance. It was me, Kenny, and this person. Not complaint corner. This is the dating corner. You see the way Chris like moved his mouth when he wasn't. He's all. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I know it's the dating corner, but this is why we even went to Pyramid because we were originally supposed to go to Lake Tahoe, like the greatest lake in America, essentially. In the world. In the world. <laughs> And fourth biggest in the, it is the fourth. USA. It is the fourth biggest in the world. And then, so fourth our buddy, July biggest. Yeah. In the world. So not only is it the fourth, but it's Tahoe. And my buddy has a boat, right? And he's like, "Oh yeah, tell all the bitches that I'm gonna bring the boat and all that." So me and my buddy Kenny get everybody rounded up. We have a fat fucking crew of like Which, twenty. By the way, fucking if there people. was a boat, I would have actually brought bitches. <laughs> so, um, we had a fat either. crew of twenty people, and then the dude with the boat bailed on us the day before. The literally the day before and so I'm and like you're leaving there. in the morning too so yeah. it's like so I'm sitting there it's Friday I'm like I ain't fucking going like we had this whole thing planned it's been planned for a fucking month fuck this everything's fucking shitty fuck my life I'm gonna go smoke weed and just fucking pass out but my buddy Kenny was like I refuse I refuse we're going we're going and I was like okay well if we're gonna go we need some sort of activity because we can't just sit and stare at a lake for four fucking days and he's like, you're right. So he went out and he got a six-person tube. Not going to lie. Great fucking purchase because we had a fucking blast on it. So, anyways, never went to Tahoe. My friend is still a piece of shit. To this I day. I want to say real still quick, that, the trip was a lot of fun. I did have a lot of fun. Adney came. On the trip, yeah. But, dude, it would have been so much funner if you came, Stevie. Like, fucking ten times funner. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there, there, there was this one guy who, like... He was trying to be like this, like the fun, energetic, always joking guy. He had your energy, but he, but didn't he wasn't have funny. your mind. Yeah, like yeah. he didn't have like but... your kind. Like not only was it not plain funny, I but it was already wasn't, don't like this character. It was like <laughs> creepy. It, wasn't, it, it wasn't, was getting creepy. It wasn't witty either. Not it wasn't. It wasn't like goofy funny, and it wasn't witty funny. It was no funny, and you can do both. And it would have like 
I would have preferred you not bring your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Just so the but, listeners know, I bring my guitar every single time we go camping. But I would still want you to be there to be a guy. Like it was just like the whole atmosphere. I don't go been. anywhere without the I guitar, guess, Adney. So what's the thing? what's the deal? <laughs> so we're just gonna break your yeah, guitar because other people, because other people, I could tell like we're getting annoyed by him. Oh no, it was happening. And oh, uh, sure. me and Sparkle actually were like we ended up talking. But that she was so funny. She was so mad. We were like sitting down just bullshitting. Like, cause, uh, and like, we just, you know, just drinking. We started, we were just talking and then he just showed up into the conversation. He started, he brought, he asked us about our beliefs and then we both said, oh, I'm an atheist. He's like, oh yeah, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in any of that stuff. And then he goes, and he just goes off on this rant about the afterlife. And we're just like, well, you guys, he's like, I, was like, I don't think anything happens after the afterlife. And then Sparkle said, yeah, I don't think anything happens after the afterlife. And he's all, yeah, but you got to understand three things about the afterlife. One, there's like, <laughs> there's like so much that happens in the afterlife, and like two, but like nothing happens in the afterlife. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you just contradicted yourself so fucking bad, dude. You need to shut the fuck up. And they barely was about they, to fight this no, guy. No, they both walked, literally just walked away from We both him. ended up getting up. Like, we were sitting down, so we stood up and, and walked so away. While he was funny. still sitting there like, Ooh. Oh, my but, gosh. Uh, that's, uh, that's funny because yeah, you make me hate myself that's right now. Funny. Like, you made me like, go, just like you, bro. Not as no, funny. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. No. Nothing like that. I meant, like, he had your energy, but instead of using it for good, he used it for evil. He used it for I do use it for evil. <laughs> Anyways, Chris, it's so funny because I'm sitting there and I'm watching it from across the way and I'm like, this motherfucker's hitting on my girl. I knew <laughs> damn well. I knew damn well Adney wasn't hitting on this girl because Adney's been sitting here through me the whole fucking way. There's no fucking way Adney's gonna be like, what's up, girl? Like, I never. Did, I knew they were just boys. having. We don't talk. do that. We're not exactly. pieces of shit. We're not Adam Lee's. Don't say that. <laughs> That's not. Dude, Adam's gonna. And he hates us so much. <laughs> Editing that out, not. <laughs> I am not, not, not editing that out. Adam, not. No, dude, Adam, no, Adam would not hit on your girl in front of he me. He would just not, not fuck her. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would wait until I'm gone and then be like, "What's up?" Chris is sleeping. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't date anybody that passed out early in my, in my opinion. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna hate that dude. <laughs> okay, anyways, okay, we love Adam. So Chris is joking. <laughs> uh, we do wind up going out on Saturday, so Saturday we go out. My sparkle can't even come out until Sunday night, and we're go- we're there uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So Saturday we go out, have a great time, all that good stuff. Boom! Next day rolls around. As soon as we all wake up, which is about at eight of fucking clock a.m. because you're at the lake and it gets hot as fucking shit in those fucking tents. <laughs> and so eight o'clock rolls around. I just out in the stars, dude. Kenny's sitting there. Oh well, I I don't have the cover on my tent. I looked. This is gonna it, it's gonna come around. Uh, so check off gun, baby yeah. girl. Kenny's <laughs> sitting there with like a bottle of tequila and some orange juice. Like tequila sunrise, eight a.m. And I was like, Yeah, Fuck yeah. It. I, I woke up and he was all, Hey, what's up, Adney? I was like, What's up, man? He's all, Good morning. You want a tequila sunrise? <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Dude, you know I want to kill sunrise, <laughs> and it's not really that doesn't count as a sunrise. It doesn't. It's at just, all. It's just no, like it was eight a.m. Shots of tequila yeah. and chasing it with juice <laughs> at fuck. sunrise. Yeah. Yeah. At sunrise, it's eight a.m. So yeah. he's calling it tequila sunrise. Sunrise at six. Did <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah. So by fucking one, I'm toasted, dude. Like I'm I hate so wasted. I hate sweaty day drunk. And so we were all out on the tube and we're having fun. There were two fucking different people. So the lake that we went out. Uh, it took a really long time for it to get deep, so we had to walk a really long way out, and we would tie up to a buoy, so we wouldn't have to like com- 
continuously paddle or anything. We just hook up to this buoy, and then we can chill for like an hour, and then you just come right back into shore. Well, it was only like eight feet deep, and you could see the bottom. So we would all be swimming around the tube, and then people would dive down and like search for shit. Two people on two different occasions found five fucking dollars in that fucking lake. What? Just crazy. crazy. Just fucking hang Dude, out. Dude, yeah, how awesome. Like, I get so excited when I find a dollar in my pants. That's what I'm saying. It was Kaylee. Abby got tan as fuck, and, uh, too, by the way. I, did, uh, I just noticed that. You're Kaylee's, dark, Kaylee bro. Noah. Really cool. And Noah. And Noah, like, I didn't really talk to Noah, but you just got the feel like, oh, that's a cool guy. No, He's Noah cool. was cool. Noah was Is really Noah cool, the one with, like, that looks kind of like a scene kid a little bit? No. No. Is no that, that, maybe that's the annoying one. Because yeah. there was one kid huh. that's super if annoying. Anyone and, would Stevie, look and Stevie is super right. I got a sweet fucking tan. <laughs> 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 Me, too. You What's guys that? did both of you guys. We're fucking brown as You got that fuck. redneck tan. Dude, I'm super I got that brown. golden goddess tan. <laughs> you got that Pedro Pascal tan. I said, you know what I'm saying? I said goddess. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking feminine. <laughs> <laughs> You're so PC, bro. <laughs> so, anyways. That's uh, not PC. Oh, wait, by the way, what did, what did Sparkles say about, uh, you said she listened to the podcast. Hold on, sort of the that's part? coming up. Sparkle oh. hasn't even got there yet. We're Saturday, 1 o'clock. Sparkle gets there Saturday. Yeah, we're, still act, we're still in Act 1. This, yeah. this is pre-Sparkle. This is pre-Sparkle. Exactly. I'm asking about post-Sparkle. This okay. is pre-Sparkle. Exactly. I get that. My okay. bad. So, anyways, I'm fucking toasted. So then... I'm like, oh, I got a power nap. Like, I know she's coming, and I know she wants the deep. Because she told me I'm coming, and I'm getting that deep. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I need to be ready, man. So I'm trying to power nap it. good hit. <laughs> so I'm power napping it, and then boom. Uh, my buddy Tom comes up, like, hey, your girl's here. And I was just like, boop, and I pop right up. And he's like, damn, you look like shit. Oh, the mountain? Yeah. The mountain. He's like, damn, you look like shit. And I was like, Copy. Go into the lake real fast, diving, push uh, myself off, you know, get better. Comb his hair. Go, yeah, comb my hair. <laughs> <laughs> comb my beard, you mean. And so she comes, she brings, she's carrying two 24 packs of paps. Just like, what's up? I got you guys. What's up? She actually, she actually brought beer. Yeah. What other girl actually? <laughs> she brought three Shitty 24 beer, but packs. Still, that's cool. She brought three 24 packs. That's money. That's money. No matter if it's she paps literally su- su- that's equivalent to a six pack of Sierra Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> not only <laughs> cost us as much. <laughs> not only did she come out for the D, but she brought us the whole entire party. She beer. brought the B. Like it God just, damn, dude. Like, came out for the D, brought the B. It's she just really pissed me off. She just keeps <laughs> bumping up notches. <laughs> Sorry, that's stupid. She came out for the D, she brought the B, she's gonna get the D from the C. Ah, <laughs> My <yeah>. boy. <laughs> oh man. I gotta edit that second joke out because the first one was money. <laughs> we need to talk about we need to, come on. What? I, she's not letting me get there! She's making jokes! Come on, you're gonna have to get there. Okay, so she comes out immediately when she gets there. You skipped, uh, you skipped a thing. What thing? So you say what you need Practice to say. Practice hog tie? Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot all about the <laughs> So before she more, after we did about two hours of tequila sunrises, just hammered. Um, I'll, I'm telling the whole entire group. So there's like yeah, twelve they, of yeah, us. Yeah, so the, the guys set up like like yeah, two, we like, set up a gangster ass awesome car, car all these poles and everything. This fucking makeshift shade. awesome shade, and so all of us are huddled under there with like chairs and sitting on ice chests and everything and drinking. And then the uh, sex stuff gets brought and up. And then I was like, yo, this girl's coming out. I want to hogtie her because she's a freak. I've never hogtied anyone, though. I need practice. And the girl, Kaylee, she's amazing. I got to admit it. She was like, 
you can hogtie me, I guess. And I was like, woo! So then all the guys surround Kaylee. So I'm sitting there trying to hogtie her. I'm like, oh man, like this is kind of confusing. And then Adney's like, look, give it to me. And Did he's you like, money it up? Did you money it, Adney it up? No, like, no, no. This he is how you hogtie, making no, everybody no, else look stupid. He was just showing me I how like, to use money it. it up. But I ended up like, I, what I did was like, oh no, because like, they're my ropes. Yeah. And like we told her, like, because everyone's <laughs> like, and like where, the fuck, where the fuck did you get these? These are all, they're Adney's. The quiet one in the corner, drinking whiskey out of a glass, brought his own Fucking fucking like, whiskey fucking like, stones. Here, like, here, let me show you how you it's you had it. Because I was already doing it wrong. I'm sitting there thinking that like it's gonna be over her head or something. He's like, yeah, no, he's, it's well, behind he, her back. He brought her like he put her wrist together and then put it over her head. I was like, what you're doing is you're gonna put unnecessary strain on her, which she's not gonna be used to that. And so you have to start small. What you do is you put her hands behind her back like you're handcuffing her. Yeah. Put her hands in that position. And like go with her ankles and bring them up, and that way you can actually spread her legs because yeah. her le- her her wrists are close enough to her feet so that she has more movement with her legs. She can lay on her stomach. You can spread her legs and actually get inside of her and fuck her that way. And also, it, it lends itself to the hair pulling. And like I was showing yep. everyone, like here's a, like, and he's oh, doing it all this on her. So the hog ties are up on her, and she he's like doing all this. <laughs> it was so. Did she lean awesome. over and go, "Are you single?" <laughs> <laughs> She was totally yeah. game. I gotta admit, dude, she was pretty fucking gangster. I can't even lie. But what's really funny is that that kid we were talking about is like, oh, I'm a magician. Like, I can get out of a fucking hog tie. He's like, and, dude, I'll get out of that shit so fucking easy. And my buddy Tom, the fucking Hulk or whatever, the, the mountain he's is like, He's a giant you? muscle. I, he, I know, he's you? with tattoos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he, I know him. I, yeah, I, you I know, know him for a long. He yeah. came up, he was always He was like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. And I come over to him and he's like, looks at me and then he pulls up his glasses and I was like, dude, I haven't seen him in years. Like, yeah. it's been hell long. He's good people, Gave him man. a huge hug, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? So I know which guy you're talking about. He rode shotgun in Kenny's car up to the fucking lake, right? Kind of skinny yeah, kid. No, 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 not that guy, oh, not that guy. The douchebag. You know the douche- yeah. He rode shotgun yeah. in Kenny's car. Yeah, I yeah. fucking hate that That's fucking so kid, fucking dude. Funny. I wanted to fight him. He had a cool friend that was like, he has a, it's like, it's like an Adney and me, but shittier version. Cause his friend is Hispanic and it's his best friend. It's his brother. He calls him all the time. He's kind of cool. He's cooler than the other kid, which is true for Adney and I. So he's cooler (laughs) than the white kid, but they're still douchebag. They're like, they're, they're, they're literally. They're bizarro land, Adney and Stevie. Yeah, Yeah. they're shittier versions. It doesn't even. They're fucking. You can't even compare them to you guys. They're fucking Shasta Cola versions of Adney and Stevie. No, no, because Shasta's still good. Don't fuck with (laughs) (laughs) them. Oh, fuck up some Shasta. Like, no, it's way. It's just a. It's a name. Like I said, it's bizarro. It's the. It's opposite. It's the fucking. You're just a shitty, awful, evil version. So my buddy Tom hogties this motherfucker with real rope, like thick ass fucking yeah, rope. The ropes that we were using on Kaylee are made for sex. They're like soft ropes. They're not meant to fuck you up really bad. These are serious. No, we're gonna like lynch you rope. Dude, yeah, it was lynch me rope. The douchebag kid. <laughs> I know him. He's a fucking douchebag. And of course, of course, he couldn't get out. Of course he couldn't. You so should have left him there where you guys all went out on the boat. Oh, that's what we were all saying we were going to yeah, do. But Tom is too nice of a Tom's fucking too guy. Nice, yeah. And Tom fucking let him go. Yeah, and I was like, I'm about to fuck up the mountain right now. <laughs> <laughs> With his shirt that says. Yeah, he brought his shirt to Yeah, that's so fucking funny. Yeah, first day I had my shirt on, I said, training to fight the mountain. <laughs> and did you just call him the mountain all the time or what? I called him the mountain several times. <laughs> uh, was he laughing? Did you know who yeah, you were talking he about? He, yeah, he was, everyone there was like a Game of Thrones no, fan. Everyone knew. Actually, I wish, man. See, the thing is, the reason I didn't go is because 
I knew about the camping trip, but they said, why don't you try to, instead, why don't you try to eat night in the country off? And I was like, sweet, okay, going with Chris. Are you getting night in the country off? No, because a guy requested him off to go to take his kids to Legoland on that same weekend. So I was like, so I just found that out. So I was like, fuck, I didn't request off this fucking camping trip because I thought I was going to night in the country. Now I don't get either or. You need to get one in August. That's what I said. I said, Kenny, you, we, I said, we should go up we will. towards, we'll no, let's go up the hill. I want to go up the hill on 80 because there's amazing campsites up there. Well, then we'll go to Emory Falls. We'll go to Emory Yeah, yeah, waterfalls, everything like that. Is super there's cool dope. ass lakes. Right, anyways, let me get on. Sorry. Um, so, well, he's got, he got hogtied and everything. So all the fun's over. He He's not hogtied. We're all making fun of him. So we're like and then that's when I go to take the nap, and then boom, girl shows Wake up. Wake up, you're still hogtied? <laughs> <laughs> girl shows up, and then, dude, like, 20 minutes maybe, maybe 20 minutes. Like, we're sitting there, we're talking, she's like, she kind of bounces around, but then she comes to me, and we're, we're just sitting there talking, and she's like, oh yeah, you want to come see my car? And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I just bought, like, this car, it's like new to me. And I just and bought I wanna, this car years ago. <laughs> I want to show it to you, and I was it's, like, uh, It's brand new. It's a 96. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a fucking, like, 2008 or whatever. I can't, I don't remember exactly what year. But anyways, uh, so we're going over there to her car, and I was like, that doesn't look like a new car. And she's like, I know. And I was like, what? Is, what the fuck is going on? God. And then she opens the, the car, and she's like, look at how my seats lay down. And then she lays all of her Money, seats down. Money, bro. I was like, hold on, oh. let me go get the hog ties from this kid we hog tied. <laughs> He's still tied up over there. Let me, hold on, give me 10 minutes. <laughs> think what knows going down right now. And she's like, do you like how they lay down? Like, and she, like, stretches herself out on him. And oh, I'm like, oh, man. I get it. And then, boom, bam, we fuck right there in her car. Going crazy. <laughs> fucking. Dude, you know they're making s'mores. You're wasting time. Yeah. <laughs> Railing out hard. Cool car, bro. I got to go back. Uh-huh. Should we go back to the campfire? People know we're missing. <laughs> kind of cold Chris out is here. not catching it. <laughs> it's <a little> cold. <laughs> it was cool, though, because I was, like, railing her out, and I'm looking through her windows, and I'm like, everybody can see us right now. But she was so far away that nobody was looking at us. But if anybody was looking at us, you would have saw. She <laughs> she parked far away for a oh, reason, dude, Chris. She had a plan. Like she's like, I'm gonna park right here. I'm gonna go over there. I'm and the thing is, like, she beer. parked like next to my car, but my car was closer to our side, so you'd have to look past my yeah, car. Yeah. My car was blocking part of hers. Yeah, she's sure. a smart dude. She red knew exactly what she That's was gonna do. Kissed by fire. Dude, she, she's kissed by fucking fire. She Chris. came in and was like, "You want to see my car?" I had no idea what that like. That was her opening line. Like, really? Like, let's go see my car. For a right? chick, <laughs> beautiful line, but Not- a guy. Guys, try that line. I dare you. <laughs> What's up? You want to see my car? But so we're Ow. into it. We're, no? We're it, isn't it parked by the is woods? It, is, it a, is it a Bugatti? Is it the no? one parked by the that. woods? <laughs> is it the one parked by the woods? That's all I got to ask. Yeah, it's that one parked behind the trees. <laughs> it, it fucking, it's a mile it's away from that hole dug right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to town, right? And she almost got there. She was there. I could feel it. Then I was like, I'm going to puke. I was like, oh no, I knew it. I was gonna say, I was gonna Did you show up? Cause you. I had her, dude. She was like there, and I was like, dude, I got lightheaded, and I was like, I have to stop. Like, and I had to, like, get off of her, and I was like, I'm gonna puke. And I had to go open the door, and, like, I didn't even open the door all the way, and it was already, like, projectile puke. Burger everywhere. Well, so she was that gross. 
Ah, no. I was that wasted. Let's break this down. It's Kenny's fault. It is Kenny's fault. Who wakes up their boy with tequila sunrises? And then you're drinking all day. You know damn well I'm going to go do work. And then that blood alcohol makes my blood all thin. And I'm sitting there fucking going to town. And my brain's short-circuiting because I don't have any blood going to my head. Or water. (laughs) It's all in somewhere else. Exactly. (laughs) It's all in Big Bimit, Little Big Chris. (laughs) It's all in uh, Chris's hammer. Projectile fucking puke. Ruin the whole fucking moment. Chris like, Hammer's full of blood. I'm sitting there thinking that I ruined the whole weekend. Like, oh, now I'm not going to get laid the rest of the weekend. Like, who wants to get laid by the guy who's fucking puking puke puke in your beard and shit? Because I always get puke in my beard every time I so, puke. So, we both get cleaned up or whatever. We go back to the... Wait, uh, both cleaned we up. We go back to the got cleaned up or did you puke well, I mean, on her? She had to fucking... No, I didn't puke on her. She had to get dressed. Okay. okay. So, we both get dressed or whatever. We go back to camp and the first thing I do is like, fuck that. I went to my fucking tent. Toothbrush, blah, blah, I had floss and everything, brush the my shit. Boy, <laughs> I fucking shit. like clean my mouth so fucking well. And I like got my bearings together. I was like, fuck, man. Like, did you tell her you brushed your teeth or did you just walk yeah, through no, and start making out? No, 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 no. I she's a her. freak. I was so like, she's like, no, no, I'm no. all about that. I was like, I'm brushing my teeth right she's now. Into amidophilia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, get away from me. I'm gonna go brush my teeth. Go do something while I fix myself. Going out with the magician. I don't I fucking go. I don't like <laughs> you seeing me like this. Like, it was really demoralizing. Demoralizing. Yeah, it was a girly moment. Man, it sucks. So I go, I clean myself up. I got a story like that. We go back to it, right? And then we're hitting it off, hitting it off. And she's like, I didn't get I want more of that dick. Let's go back to the car. Fine, let's go. Go back to the car. Almost happens again. Happens again, dude. We're almost there. Fucking brilling out hardcore. So steamy. It's hot. It's fucking sweaty. I'm choking her. It's awesome. And then, boom. Oh, I get super fucking lightheaded. And I, like, start getting dizzy. And I'm like, oh. And the last thing I'm doing is a puking on her, and B, puking in her car. So as soon as I felt it coming on, I just immediately go to the door, start puking again, and she just starts laughing. Ah, ha, ha, you can't handle your alcohol. Me, 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 me. And I was just like, fuck this bitch, and fuck Kitty. I <laughs> hate tequila. Fuck everybody. God damn it. Like, I was so fucking mad. And so I puked again, and then I went and redid the process again. I brushed my fucking teeth. I flossed. I did all that good stuff. I made sure there was nothing in my beard. I fucking washed out my beard. Yeah, I kept I mean, looking over like, why is Chris keep brushing his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> like, you care that much? Like, oh, hiding? We're at the lake. And so... All that happens, and so it's a, it's entering nighttime now. So we're finally at nighttime. It's about seven, eight. No, I want to say it's about nine o'clock by now. So she got there for it's nine o'clock now. We banged out two times. I've puked both times. Having a great time. We went out on the tube uh, with everybody. Went swam, came back. It's nighttime now. My buddy Kyle bought I don't know. $350 of fireworks or some shit. He had like 50 fucking mortars oh, or Oh yeah, dude, shit. we went up we went up to the store like just to get beer. That was our point. It was like uh, it, was, it was me, Tom, uh, Kyle and then the cunt and uh we go up to the fucking place and like we're just like, "Oh, like the line was crazy, but fucking we got in there, got a bunch of beer and then like, "Oh, we got to get uh ice real quick." And then Kyle's all, "Wait, do they have fireworks?" And he jumps out of the fucking truck, runs in there, and then we're all in the truck just kind of waiting for him like, "Why the fuck's taking him so long?" 20 minutes later, it comes out, fucking arms packed, <laughs> dude. fucking packed dude, with fucking he mortars. Ham. Like, one arm is just full of fucking mortars, the other one's Roman candles. He's like, we're getting shit done. <laughs> 
He USA. bought us. Who's at the Dude. mountain? Was that the mountain? No, 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 no. Oh, that's Kyle. He bought Kyle. a permit that allows you to fire him, so it wasn't illegal or anything. Like we were completely. Well, it's on it, uh, Native American. Swear reservation. To you have to buy a permit. It's, you have to buy a permit. Oh, still so with the reservation. Yeah. Apparently, you have Kyle, to buy a permit. Kyle, which which Kyle? Allegedly, um, the Hawaiian one. I don't think I met him. Maybe not. Uh, anyways, we're gonna keep going. So. This motherfucker has so many fucking morals, so he starts popping them off, right? Well, at Pyramid, because like we just said, you're you're somewhat allowed to shoot off fireworks. Now, if you don't have a permit, you'll just get fined. You won't get like a $250,000 fine. You're not going to go to jail or anything because it is on the res, but the res still has to make their money. So either you're going to give them a permit or you're going to give them a ticket. It's one or the other, but it's nothing crazy. Cause or you're going to get a ticket. Yeah. Like if it was to be like, if we did it here and we got a ticket, it would be, let's say 1500. And if you do it out there, it'll be like 250 or whatever. You know, it's not dude, what as the severe. Fuck? Yeah. Um, because you're at a fucking lake. There's nothing to fucking burn out there, dude. Like it's uh, a desert. I know. It's really like, and plus, if you shoot it near, like going into the water, exactly. you're golden. Exactly. That's what they do with a lot of fireworks. They the shoot water. it over water. So pyramid gets loaded for the fourth because you're allowed to shoot fireworks. The fireworks show at pyramid was better than the one in Reno. Guaranteed. Seriously. So, anyways, it's like nine, ten o'clock, and then boom, fireworks just start popping off, right? And we're all just having a good time, and then. In, Sparkle is like, let's go to my car again. And I was like, I don't want to go to your car. Let's just go to my tent. She's like, I don't want to go to the tent. People can see. And I was like, not really. Everyone's paying attention to the fireworks. It's kind of dark. I think we'll be good. And she was like, reluctantly, goes into my tent. So we go into my tent. Bam, we start banging out. We're going to town. Everything's going good. It's money. I'm not feeling crazy anymore. I'm not fucking getting all dizzy. I'm not going to puke. I'm like, all right, I can put it in right now. I'm going to get her there. It's going to fucking happen. We're fucking money. But then she flips me around, and she starts going to town and giving me some head. And then oh, as she's giving me head, buddy. because my tent has the the mesh part on top, and I don't put the cover on it. I just leave the mesh Neither part. Neither do I. I left yeah. mine so open you're looking yet. at the stars. So I was looking at the stars at first, but like I just said, we're at Pyramid. So there's fireworks <laughs> oh, popping up buddy. everywhere, dude. Yeah, popping is off in the sky. Popping off in her mouth. Dude, and she's just fucking going to town sucking my dick, and I'm looking up, and I'm seeing a bunch of stars, and then boom. Fireworks, fireworks, and then you had Kyle fucking, yeah, and then boom, 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 and it was I just, just like, I want, I want Chris, I want him, like, I wish this was a movie, because I want Chris to be like, I love you. Dude, it <laughs> was the greatest, it was one of, it was one of the best moments in my life, just because, like, getting a great blowjob, it was a solid 18, 19, solid 18, solid 18. She that beast it, that beast I haven't, I haven't started, um... Correcting her or anything yet? I haven't or started telling like, about the beast. You told her about the beast. No, 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 no. She knows about the beast of skill. She already knew. She already knew coming into it that she, there was a beast of skill. That we did it. She already knew. That was already knowledge that she had. That was like one of the only episodes that she actually listened to was a beast of but skill. But she hasn't given. She you haven't like uh, given her any critiques. I haven't. You yet. haven't given her, her. Does she know her score? Mm-mm. She will now. <laughs> Eighteen still money. Eighteen's pretty no, solid. No, 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 no. Eighteen isn't pretty solid. Eighteen is really good. That's <laughs> so a mis- that, no, this money. Is, no, no, shut up. This is a misconception that's really fucking irritating me. Is that people think if you give like a like a fucking fifteen or like a seventeen like that, it's like somehow like an insult. It's like right. not at all. Not at all. If you get single digits. That is an insult. Ten, eh. Okay, 11 and 12s are the most common scores. That's the your average, okay? If you're doing 11 and 12s, you are 
average. If you give a 15, that means you're good at blowjobs. Plain and simple. You're good at it, okay? Because that means you got a three in every category. A three is good. Okay, Two so is I have bad. a question about three the Three is good. Stuff. A 15 is a good, you're good at blowjobs. Everything about that, it becomes, oh no, you're good. You're really good. You're great. Oh, you are a shiny golden god. Okay, so I have a question about this. Go ahead. Where does my scenario play into the Beast of Skill? Because it might have been... Because of the fireworks and the situation, how does that affect... Because, I mean, she didn't do anything differently with the blowjob. Because that had nothing to do with her, though. Even before, like, she was giving me 18s. It was pretty much same technique, same everything. You thought it went into improvisation because it's underneath fireworks? (laughs) How how does that scenario not play into did this? She like the because fireworks it did, herself. <laughs> well, it did make it better. It that blowjob was it, better it, than it made the it other ones. Funner, but did it necessarily feel better? Yeah, because my endorphins are popping off because the fucking fireworks are, are popping, popping off. off. <laughs> like exactly, the only thing that would have made it the no, twenty. No, all thing. I needed was a Shut gun. Pow 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 pow! America. Because <laughs> like, it, it's a double-edged sword. Because on the one hand, it's like well. That has nothing to do with her. The Beastiff is supposed to be graded on, like, the, here's how good that person is at this thing. And if it's something that doesn't involve them, it's kind of like, well, how do you get scored on something you didn't do? But other side, the flip side of that coin is, well, sometimes a person can set up a situation and plan a situation prep time like the Batman. Like, <laughs> no, I know this is going to be the perfect time to do this, and so I'm going to improve, like, getting a blowjob in a movie theater. I think that should apply to improv. So in this Especially situation, watching because, Batman. Because, because that side of the coin, I think, um, is like, it's just, has a stronger feeling in my gut. Like, I get stronger feeling from that gut feeling than the negative feeling on the other side of the coin. I'm going to say that that situation, those fireworks, that night sky, that situation... That should be added to the improvs in improv okay. category. So here's the president. We haven't ever covered this before on the Beast of Scale, but for those of you listening, the situation can definitely affect the blowjob, and you categorize it under improv. That's where it goes. Cool. That's where it belongs. Because you're That's doing it wondering. at a moment where it's like it's it's a it's it's off the cuff sort of moment. It's like oh, there's fireworks going on. I want to blow you. No, right no, here. no. It's a, it's a um, it's not the typical mechanics of a blowjob. Yeah. yeah. Typical mechanics of a blowjob are like mouth and dick. You know, anything other than that is a slight edge towards improv. Cool. And that is very far, because usually sexual stuff is seen as in the bedroom. So that's like, you know, the most plain thing. Anything yeah. more than it's the like bedroom. Roadhead is yeah. amazing. Yeah, Roadhead, boom. Improv. Theaterhead. Improv. Fireworks during Fourth of July head. Mormon <laughs> church. Mormon church. Uh, boom. Oh, I, I, oh, I didn't know we were bragging. <laughs> I had no idea. Let's begin. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. That's awesome. Though. So that's three times already that we've banged out. Three fucking times. Like, we're going strong. So anyways, like, we were adorable. It wasn't just like we were banging out. So I had I had a really great time again with, the, with fucking Sparkle. I, I really did. But I'm... I, to, to end the dating corner and everything. So everyone's like, well, what about the hog ties? Like, what happened? You, you've banged three times so far. You haven't used the hog ties. You're right, I didn't because I was too fucking drunk. <laughs> but what happened was we finally pass out and I wake up at about 4 a.m. And I'm like, I just kind of like look over at her and I kind of like nudge her a little bit and she's not really awake. So I kind of like start kissing her neck and whatnot. And slowly she, she wakes up. Bam, she wakes up. We start banging out. Boom! I hogtie that bitch yeah. as soon as we start Ooh. making out. As soon as we start making out, I was like, nope. Boom, I 
took one of her hands. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, shut up. And I put her head into the pillow. <laughs> I did. Gonna... This is getting kind of dangerous, <laughs> and you're incriminating yourself right now. <laughs> Whatever. She likes her rough. Anyways, and I put her head into the pillow, and then I get one hand, and she's about it. Like, after she felt the rope or whatever it was, she was about it. Like, she wasn't, like, alerted anymore. She was like, oh, I know what you're doing because I told her I wanted a hog tire. So I got one hand, and then she was about it, and I'm kissing her, and I got both of her hands. Now, that was, like, kind of the most awkward thing about the whole hog tie was actually hog tying her because you can't just, like, sit there and hog tie her because you lose your steam. You yeah. lose all that momentum. So you have you to kiss and hog. To, kiss and yeah, hog. Kiss, kiss hog, hog. Kiss yeah. hog. Like, tease, kiss tease. Hog. Kiss the hog. Kiss make, make hog. her come to you. Make her go back. All that great stuff. And we did all that. And I fucked her with the hog ties. It was fucking epic. Can't even lie. It's kind of limiting, but it's still fucking amazing because that bitch can't do nothing. She's like squirming. I the love way. it. I can tell her not shit. to breathe and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I put a pillow over her head. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah, cool, man. That's <laughs> a great fucking time. That's, no, no. That's... So then we wake up in the morning and then pretty much do the same fucking thing. But at this time, it was Monday. So this time, we're Packer, right, like, everyone's dead. Like half the, the fucking about, camp like, left at like the, eight. The 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 hog tie or just tying up in general is it's fun for the guy, but it does have a bigger effect on the girl. If a girl, if it's the type of woman that when she's having sex with a guy that she's really into, if she wants to feel his physical strength and to feel him dominating her. That's when it has the most effect, yeah. and that's when you gotta fucking do it. And but Sparkle's just feisty. She's down for all and the adventures. I think that's why she she's like, down dug for it. it all. Yeah, she's fucking about it. But that was a great sexual. She probably experience. hasn't been dominated a lot. Agreed. Agreed. But agree. <laughs> <laughs> I got three. <laughs> so that was a great sexual experience. Let's uh, turn the tables a little bit and go to a really disgusting sexual experience. Ew. Ah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Why are you doing this at all? Her vagina smells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love your improv songs. Okay, They're I want, better okay. than your regular <laughs> okay, songs. Okay, okay, go first. What we want to do is we wanted to tell us, each of us tell one of the most horrific sex experiences we ever had, whether it's sex, oral, anything like that. Just... A really horrific, memorable fucking thing that happened to us in the bedroom that is worth bringing up that is we've kind of kept hidden. <laughs> not, not really hidden, but just like, oh, God, why did, why hey. did that happen? What do you got, Adney? <sighs> Maybe we should just cut his shotgun thoughts. Maybe it's just too bad. What's... I don't really got any... You, you do yours. <laughs> Mine isn't really, like, I was 16 at the time. Um, I was at, I was banging two girls at once. Uh, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth for the whole team. <laughs> she just doesn't listen. I haven't talked to her in years. It's a real name, though. <laughs> it is a real name. Fuck Don't really care. And an ex-girlfriend Fuck. of mine that Adam ended up banging. Oh, imagine that. Behind my back like a fucking douchebag. Well, we got to edit that Editing out, Editing that out. <laughs> but, um, and so this girl, so I've been banging this one chick. And we're all, like, druggies at this time. We're all doing fucking XC and triple C and all this shit. And it was an ex-girlfriend of mine. And I, it was before she was my girlfriend. I'm banging this girl on the side at her, mom and, at her mom's apartments constantly. These people live in the same apartments as someone that Adam was banging. Okay, so Adam starts talking to this chick. Adam was banging. He was, like, dating her for a minute. And uh, I was, she had this friend that came along, started hanging out. 
uh, I ended up dating later on after, even after this moment, which is dumb. But, uh, so I was secretly banging both of these girls on the side without them knowing. I think one knew about it, but the other one just didn't. You're a fuckboy. Just come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, we're walking along, we're holding hands in the apartment and we're like, oh, why don't we go back to this fucking person's house where Adam and this chick is at? So I'm like, sweet. So we get there. We're all fucked up. We're on ecstasy. Adam is in bed with the chick, getting down. I think the girl might have leave the bedroom, and I'm going down on this chick. And as I'm going down on her, I'm fingering her. She starts pushing down on her stomach. Like, and so I'm oh, like, yeah, sweet. I'm getting the G-spot. Like, I'm fucking getting grip in the G-spot. And then I start fucking instead of... Dude, I grip sparkles too hard when I was trying. Yeah. Your, she was like, oh, that hurt. And I was like, oh, I'm gripping it too hard. Yeah, you got to kind of like... It has to be a vibration more than just a push. You don't want to push it. It needs to be it. like this. No, no, it's like this. It's up and down, but you don't want to do it too hard. You don't want to fucking push on it. You want to tap it. Tip, tip, tip. Do it again? Tap it. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing. Oh, okay. No wonder it's not working. Do that thing that I told you with the tip. The mouth is what I'm doing. The mouth is the one. And then you fucking... You vibrate the fucking shit. The G but spot. each vagina is different because some have like elongated clits, some have like really short clits, like the clit. Yeah. Like you got to make sure that you vibrate on the clit, and then you're also hitting the G spot yeah, at yeah, the tape yeah. at the same time. So, um, I'm doing this tour, and G spots sparkles. G spots like super delicate. Like I have to be. Like, oh, it is. Yeah, nice. Is. Um, but what's it called? So I'm doing that. I'm fucking getting down on her. She's fucking going down. She's pushing down on her stomach, and then I'm starting to smell it. Smell what? Smelling her. Like, like it is getting. What do you mean? Bad. Smell her, like what? What is? It I'm smelling? making her come a bunch of squirting. So she squirts once, then it starts to smell. So you were doing the squirting technique. She squirts as no, you're. No, well, I'm not licking her clit at the time. Okay. I'm, she's pushing on her stomach right now. I'm just doing it with my fingers. Okay. And then bam, she gushes. She squirts. Okay. And then I'm like, sweet. That's the first time I ever seen someone fucking squirt. I'm okay. awesome. And then. I'm still, she's like, keep going. She's pushing down on her stomach, and I start fucking making her, I'm going for a second squirt, and I start to smell it. It starts to rank in the room. Like, what kind of smell? Like, the worst chicken kind of smell. Chicken pot pie smell? Like, or no? all the smells. This didn't smell like chicken pot pie. No chicken pot pie. There was no chicken pot pie <laughs> smell, okay? It wasn't chicken pot pie smell. It was, a, it was the chicken pot pie from hell smell. Like, it was, it was. <laughs> no, that was my smell. It's so bad. Like, well, how can you? So did it smell you know like, what a dirty so, vagina smells like? It smells. It's like it's. Is it like when you worthy. get like all that dead fish that's been out for five? It doesn't days. really smell like seafood. I don't really think vaginas really smell like fish. I think that's just a trope. That's so dumb that people say that. It just has a certain vagina smell when it's like a gross, vagina. It has this like rank smell. It's like. It's it's fluids that have just been fucking certain festering. It's festering a, fluids. Certain vaginas have a twang. Oh yeah. Of bad fish. But overall, it's like just the worst like body odor, but with like a sourness. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like a sour body odor. Sour. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a good. sour body odor. So I am like, I'm like, okay, I make her squirt a second time, and I'm like, oh, this smells getting worse. And then I know her. Adam goes, "What the fuck is that smell?" <laughs> In the fucking room, man. <laughs> So awesome. Oh my god. That's why god. we love you, Adam. He was like, dude, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? And he's like com- like laughing his laugh out yeah, of the Adam thing. Yeah, like yeah. some sewage thing blocked up and got like and now there's a sewage leak or some shit. Like yeah. This. And he was like, dude, oh my god, that fucking something is smelling hell of a and I like just go I have to, I make her squat I think three times and then I just go to fucking her and then I stop fucking her and we leave the room and we go walking around and I, yeah and then and, 
funny because there's another time I start fucking in the back of my friend Jason's car and my friend Kenny's in the car with they're in the shotgun and driving and they start rolling down the windows and sticking their heads out the window. <laughs> like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? But it didn't smell until she would squirt? No, it just didn't. It, it never smelled until she started coming, until the fluid started coming. Oh, bitch, you're not allowed to come. I would, like, I would get you right there and Oh, like, you'd have no. been fine with her, dude. <laughs> that was Rachel. <laughs> that was fucking... Dude, I gotta, I gotta say this. Money, so. that was kind of a hitter right there. She was a, deep, but I apologize. No, that was a deep fine. cut. It's fine. She she roasted me hell about the other day. She hits me up. Or I can't remember exactly the interaction. I might have hit her up. She might have hit me up. But she said, like, after she's got a new boy, and after the first couple times, like, he can get her every time now. And I was like, oh, how is that? And he was like, she was like, because you made me fixate on my orgasms, which completely took me fucking out of orgasming because you were so fixated on it. She was like, you were doing everything right, and there was a couple more things that I was going to guide you to that would have gotten me there. But because you were putting so much pressure on my orgasm, I could never orgasm. You were making it obvious. She was like, this guy never put that pressure on my orgasm, so when I wasn't actually climaxing, then I told him these couple things, and then bam, and now it's a consistent thing. And I got to, like, kudos to Rachel, because before that, she didn't really have a guy that could do that for her, so I'm not going to lie. I haven't had a lot of girls that I've had past relationships that I'm still friends with, but Rachel is one of them, and more... uh, I'm does happy she still for listen you. or I'm no? happy for you. Yeah, she is. She does? Yeah. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. Dude. I just talked Shout to her. Shout out to I Rachel. I just talked to her earlier this week. Yeah, Shout out to right. Rachel. That's cool that yeah. she still listens. Yeah. We 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 teased her a little bit, but she's awesome. Yeah. She's, she's a cool she's, chick. She's yeah. fucking cool. So chick. Rachel, if you're listening, we know we tease, but that's just a part of us. You know that's a part of the podcast. It's been you a while. Gave her a shout out at the beginning of the show. I did. Yeah, I gave her a shout out. Nice. Uh Adney. What's so your, it what's your disgusting puss? Huh? Was, that's it? That's how you stinky puss? I'm yeah. spreading into so many stinky pusses. It wasn't. No shit no, in the ass. It was, no. no, it was the stink puss. <laughs> no, it was like, Chris, this. you didn't smell it. So you had no right. How dare you judge my story? I smell ass! Okay? Chicken pot pie ass! Not as bad. Not as bad. Not as bad. I've licked. No way! Not as bad. Don't agree. You didn't no. smell what I smelled. You didn't smell Chris, what I smelled. You didn't smell what Not I that smelled. that nice chicken pot pie that you get. I like the smell of chicken pot pie. Yeah, but it didn't smell like that. It smelled different chicken pot pie. I smelled chicken pot pie. I smelled a lot of asses. And I've smelled a lot of pussies. And I tell you now, a tell really bad pussy will shit all over a really bad ass. Because pussies are like quarter of an inch away from assholes. Pussies. It was definitely a combo Pussy smell. smells shit all over assholes. It's, it, it's, it's just worse. It's, it, it is. Oh, uh, I, I don't fucking have like a defining scarred for me, scarred me for life kind of gross thing. I, I dated a girl for a little, like like a very sweet, very uh, beautiful girl who actually uh, baked for me a lot. Uh, and then uh, we, I remember like we started fooling around like seriously because she was like that kind of. I don't, I don't feel comfortable at first. And then I was like, all right, I like she blew me and I fingered her. Cause she was like all nervous right. and it kind of, it was like, and it was kind of like a, um, that smelt a little bit, but I don't know, just whatever. Kind of ignored it that first time. Second time we're like at my house and things are getting fucking hot and fucking heavy. And then I'm like, I go down on her and it, and like I start and then like, as soon as I got there though, it smelt just like, like bad no, body odor. Oh, it's so bad. And when then I was smell. just like, how the fuck? Like, I was just like. So I gotta power through, man. Dude, don't power through. You get up there and be like, "Bitch, go watch your pussy." And then like, no, you I, do I'm that. Kidding. You do that. Yeah. Actually, well, I actually did. Like, well, I was a fucking teenager, 
So I actually started eating her out, and it tasted so fucking tart. Never tasted. Dude, you're eating like yeast, that. bro. And it was so fucking, and it was just so gross. And what was fucked up was like, uh, I like I, I just like I stopped, and we just we ended up just like like having sex and everything. But uh, chunky pussy. Have you ever had like that? I thought, yeah, that I thought it was like that, but chunky. like it would be a, it was like a consistent thing all of a sudden. Like it was, it was like not all of a sudden, but like cons- every time it would get close to there, like she would smell. And so we ended up, I just ended up doing a lot of anal with her. The smell wasn't nearly as bad as what CV was talking about, but it was just bad, you know? And so it's not as good of a story. The other one is I remember, like, I was seeing another girl for, like, later. And this, this girl, like, uh, of course, like I said, absolutely amazing person. Amazing human being. Very cute girl. And great sex. Uh, great blowjobs. I remember she gave me a blowjob. Like I went over to her house one time to watch a fight because I didn't have HBO. Nah. She did, and I was watching super into the fight, and then she just started blowing me, and it was just an amazing time. Great improv. Uh-huh. Talked about that. But anyways, I told her that I, like, we were like, watching porn together, and I told her that I wanted to try anal, and she was just like kind of okay. And I tried it, and of course, like it's hard to just start doing anal. It's really hard to get going to get in there, but. We're trying, and like the suction kind of pulled a little bit of stuff out. Like, Pooped I was wearing a condom, but there was like a little bit of stuff that ended up on the sheet, and I just wiped it up with a sock. Yeah. <laughs> with her sock or your sock? Uh, my sock. Oh, I was gonna say, I you, think it was sure. I was like, I grabbed it. You're not like, so much a fucking yeah. animal, because I was gonna say, you should wipe it up with her sock. Yeah. You better put the sock on. Poop sock. Then, yeah, but, like, so, like, those, I don't really have a fucking great story. Like, those so. are good, though. I mean, that's enough. Like, I, I feel like, uh, smell is a really huge factor in it was funny. all of these smell. stories. That second story, I didn't smell anything. That's true. It's weird. So, when we first went over the beast of scale, I brought up this chick who would essentially. Pay me with blowjobs to give her rides oh, to places. Yeah. And I said that she scored pretty high because, uh-huh, I mean, yeah. there were certain implications. She was a little bit bigger, all this other stuff. Plus, it was Roadhead, that adds a factor, all that good oh, stuff. Oh, she went like, ugh, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> heavy breathing. <laughs> so, one time I went over there and she wasn't ready yet. So, she invited me into her house. So, this is the first time you've seen her without makeup that I've been into her house. <laughs> uh, it was the first time that I'd been into her house. She was doing her makeup or whatever. I wasn't even fucking sure. I wasn't even... I didn't care. I, I was like, okay, first of all, why aren't you in my truck right now? Why aren't we driving? And why am I not getting roadhead? Like, what the fuck is going on? I'm not sitting here coddling you. Like, I, this isn't this isn't the relationship that we've built. The relationship yeah. that we've built... I is, drive you places, I you drive suck you my places dick. and you That's suck it. my dick. Sorry to be a dick, but that's name of the, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one, dude. I drive you. I drive you places. You suck my dick. So, we have so many dick fucking. There's <laughs> yeah, way too many dick, dick fucking. Dick. There's a lot of dick in our names. <laughs> so I'm there. Name of the I podcast. Under, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. <laughs> that was back to back gold. <laughs> <laughs> I thought was a lot of dick in this podcast. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> okay, quit so, digging around. Go to your. Oh fight. man. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Story. <laughs> There's no point. That was such a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. 
<laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously, though. Quit digging around. Oh, that, was, that was great. Quit Anyways. Yeah, seriously, get to your stupid fucking story. Dude, I'm trying stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Why are you interrupting yourself? <laughs> I, I mean, I need to get this done. Okay, okay, so... She invites me up to her room. It's a two-story, like, a townhouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. At first, she just opens the door. Uh, she's like, I got to go do whatever. So she goes upstairs, all that good stuff. <laughs> well, she invites me upstairs to go to her room. So we're in her room, and she's doing her makeup or whatever. And I'm sitting there like, what's what's taking so long? What happened? She's like, oh, I ran late at work, and I did this, and this happened. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I was like, how about you just give me head right now? And then my plan was, this bitch is about to give me head right now, and I'm just going to leave. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. Already established. <laughs> so if you listen to the podcast, you know that Chris is an asshole. A so nice am I. asshole. <laughs> that nice asshole is nice and bleached. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. That asshole. What's up? You're not about that. <laughs> You're definitely not about that. Depends. Not about that life, champ. It depends because if it's sparkles, I'm gonna butcher the name Ishka Lawrence. I'll eat that bitch's asshole all fucking day because it's gonna be bleeding. Out. Anyways, so oh, Iskra. Oh, Iskra. the model. That's the model. What it is. Iskra. Definitely. Yeah. So, I'm like, what's going on? Like, like, how about you start sucking my dick? She's like, okay. And so she just starts sucking Sweet. my dick. That's pretty cool. And I'm like, right on. Hey, yeah, uh, how this about you, uh, you know, suck my dick? <laughs> suck my yeah, dick, huh? Hey, sweet. how about you suck my dick? <laughs> that was the arrangement. And then she's like doing dirty talk, and she's like, oh, I bet you want to fuck me. And in my mind, I'm like, eh, not really. Like, uh-huh. you're kind of bared. Like, I bet you want to fuck me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then slowly, like 15 minutes or 10 minutes, I don't know exactly how much time goes by, but she starts sucking my dick, and at first... I wasn't thinking about fucking her. But then slowly, surely, we get down the road, and I'm having a hard time busting or whatever. She's kind of over it, and I was just like, hmm, maybe I should fuck you. And I was like, she's like, you won't fuck me, you won't fuck me. And she kept saying that during the blowjob, you won't fuck me. So I think... Well, you're making this a lot harder on both of us. She persuaded me into fucking her. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, like... Yeah! (laughs) You didn't think... You didn't lose her! I got got! God damn it. Anyway, so... Eventually, we get to the point, and I'm like, yeah, fuck this. Take off your pants. And so she takes off her pants, and she's a bigger set lady. And so I'm like, yeah, just bend over. I'm not trying to get none of that belly action. Just bend over. And she's like, yeah, no problem. Bends over on her fucking bed, and boom, I start going to town. Like, I kind of give a little bit of lick, you know, all that good stuff. And then I'm like five, six strokes. Like, I'm just beginning, just beginning, getting it in there. I'm like, all right, this ain't too shabby. And then I look down. And there's a fucking, like, dribble of poop hanging no. out of her asshole, dude. A poop nugget? And she's sitting she there. She had a poop and nugget. And she's sitting there holding her ass open. So not only is there a poop nugget that I'm... Now I'm constantly staring at, but I can oh. smell it as well. And it smelled like a chicken pot pie, bro. What? I haven't eaten chicken pot pie to this day. <laughs> oh anyways, my god. I'm <laughs> not gonna be able to eat chicken pot pie. You just, you just, just decimated it. You just ruined chicken pot pies for everybody. Dude, it was chicken pot pie. I wanna, I, can we just, That's exactly no, what it no. smelled like. Can it was just, chicken pot pie. Can we, just cut, can we cut the recording? I wanna go. I don't wanna do this anymore. <laughs> I would've finished. Ew. I would've finished. <laughs> oh! Definitely didn't finish. So, I probably fucked her for like two minutes. I was like, Ugh. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. All I smell is shit. Like, it doesn't feel good. Like, even though you got a big old ass, you're spreading it wide open. There's a kernel of poop that I'm constantly looking at. I don't want to look at your face because her face was fucking ugly. So I'm sitting here trying to look around at the walls and shit. And I'm having like, oh, a panic shit. attack. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
But the, like, so I'm not fixating on her asshole kernel anymore. I'm looking at like her posters and shit. But what's getting me? And, 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 pictures of poop is disappearing <laughs> everywhere in the house. It's dot pies and poop pictures smell everywhere. The smell is just radiating <laughs> into my fucking and brain. Cartoons when like shit starts taking over your brain, everything starts resembling what you do not want it to resemble. So it's just pot pies and shit pictures everywhere all over the bedroom. And you're like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I didn't even realize that it smelled like a pot pie until later that day. I went to eat a pot pie and I damn near puked. I was like, oh my god, that's the same smell. That was the same exact smell. Holy shit. And so I'm two minutes in and I'm like, how am I gonna stop? And I was like, fuck it. Pulled out. I was like, bitch, you got shit in your ass and left. Oh, that's sweet exit. <laughs> I fucking straight left. You haven't talked to her since? Never heard from her again. Damn. Never heard Can from you her. Can blame her? That's the most embarrassing thing. Bitch, wipe your ass! How has there ever been a kernel in your ass? I have hair. I have hair in my ass, and there's never a kernel in my ass. It might be a little swampy. I can admit that. It might be a little swampy. Sometimes. Don't stick your finger up there, but it's not going to be fucking radiating smell, and no, it's not going to have, have a kernel. A piece of poop just literally in my ass, slipping out of my butthole while I'm. Oh. I super wipe. And she's spreading her ass open because she thought, like, it was hot. Because she's like, yeah, you like that ass or whatever. And I was like, I did until I... And so I'm trying to, like, it smush her cheeks it, together. Oh, so and it's just... slowly, like, getting thinner and thinner. And it's starting to squirt out. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to hit my dick. Oh, my God, it's going to hit... My... I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I want to I wanna end this segment with a, with a little quick joke real quick. So this guy gets off shore leaf, right? And he's uh, he's looking for a little bit of pussy. Goes to this bar right off the shore. Says, goes to this first beautiful woman he sees, and he goes, "Hey, can I? I, I just got off shore leave. I'm been, it's been it's been a long time. What's shore leave? Uh, like navy. Just got off navy. Oh, okay. And he's like, can oh, short you, leave. Shore, shore leave. Shore leave. Okay. Okay. Shore sorry, leave. I didn't. Yeah, it's yeah, like, they're allowed to. No, no, I get it. No, I didn't. I didn't hear what you were saying. Okay, sorry. So he sorry. gets off shore leave, and basically gets off the boat, goes to this bar, and he watches this first beautiful woman he sees, and he goes. Please, I I have a lot of money now. I just got out of the navy. Um, can I fuck you and I'll pay you whatever you want? And she goes, actually, I'm more of an aura girl. How about you just eat my pussy for free? And if I like it, I'll let you fuck me. And he goes, all right, sweet. So takes her upstairs, declothing, they're kissing, shit like that. And he starts eating her out. First, it's all nice. It's fucking all wet, getting all moist. He's doing the fit, fucking squirting technique on her. <laughs> um, and then he starts. It's a life story. Seriously. <laughs> he starts like... chewing on something, and he spits into his hand. It's a piece of carrot. He's like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Just go back to eating her out. He's fucking drunk. He's horny. Starts eating her out again. It's starting to smell a little bit. It's starting to taste a little bit tart, a little bit weird. Doesn't care. Fucking gripping it, going. She's rubbing his head into it. It's getting wetter and wetter and wetter. Finally starts chewing on something again. Spits into his hand. It's a piece of broccoli. And he's about to say something, but he's like, fuck it. I'm drunk. I'm horny. I'm going to continue to do it. So he fucking keeps eating her out, eating her out, okay? It's getting wetter. It's starting to smell even worse and worse. Finally chews on something again. Spits in his hands. Piece of potato. And he <laughs> tells her. <laughs> and he tells her. He was like, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on here? I, I'm chewing on food down here. I got to ask you. Are, is there something wrong with you? Are you sick? And she goes, no, but the last guy was. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking gross. Oh, my God. Not the sex talk. <laughs> you wanted the sex talk back, you, you got it. You wanted the sex talk back, buddy. <laughs> How fucking disgusting is that fucking... Listeners, please share that story. It's my own personal story. I was in the Navy. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, man.
Shake it a shotgun thoughts. Shake it a shotgun thoughts with Chris Lee. All right, everyone's favorite segment because I come up with stupid ass fucking questions or statements because I'm hilarious. <laughs> it's a great thing. Oh man, it's something else, man. Oh, all right. Oh, one more before we actually do the thing. Quick shout out to Charlene, uh, the woman who actually gave me these uh, hot, this high-end bottle of booze for my brand new, it was my name day present, wow, uh, Stevie and our boys, Ricky and Eddie, got together, got me a man crate for whiskey lovers. It's a sweet engraved bottle. Dude, that whiskey's good. I just took a shot of it. Yeah, has no my initials. The, the bottle has my initials on it. It's beautiful. The glasses themselves, though, have engraved into them. Dr. Dadney. Which is part of the podcast. There would not be a Dr. Dadney without the podcast. Beautiful coasters and some fucking awesome ice molds. It's just the greatest present. We are stoked. That yeah, we, been, and we, that's what I've been drinking from this whole podcast. And just now, we all had a drink of the high-end stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so thanks to Stevie, Ricky, Eddie, and Charlene for providing the booze. Yeah, and if you guys uh, follow us on Instagram, you can watch the video of Adney open up his present. It's actually very endearing. <laughs> it's beautiful. All right, I got it. <clears throat> Taking a photo on your Twitter status just to put it on your Facebook doesn't mean you're cool. It means you have no Twitter followers, a.k.a. you suck. Taking a what? Taking a photo of your Twitter status, and then you post it on Facebook. Oh, because I didn't get any attention. I didn't get enough attention on, on Twitter, t- so now I want the same attention on this other thing. Exactly. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll take a screenshot of my fucking Facebook post, and I would post it to the... Instagram, the Alcoholic Cast Instagram, or I'd post. I did that with. I actually did that with my relationship status a while ago because, like, for some reason, I like I changed my relationship status on Facebook and it wasn't popping up. I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? Bitches need to know. Be what you know. (laughs) Some if the if the Twitter is worth the the vast majority of the time, it's like no, just listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So it depends if the Twitter fucking the Twitter status is worth reading. Okay. So I mean that one's kind of mild. I just. I mean, like I said, the shotgun thoughts were off the top. But I got I got to go in. Hand job from a blind girl or a deaf girl? Hand job from a blind. Oh, that's a good one. Um, blind or, girl. Or, blind girl, because she's no echo. Blind girl would be more used to using her hands for a lot of things and touching and feeling would be a lot more sensitive because she it intensifies the, your other senses. So does so with being deaf. But the thing is, like if. You're, <laughs> If you're deaf, you can still see, so you don't need to be touching a lot of stuff to see what it is. Like you just look. Like, oh, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the the thing. blind girl's but better with her fingers. Blind, I gotta, I gotta agree. Yeah, yeah, the blind girl. Blind girl's better with her fingers. Have you seen Daredevil? <laughs> the, the deaf girl won't shut the fuck up about. Well, that's actually a good thing because the deaf girl, like, they're usually kind of embarrassed. So they won't talk as much. So that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you blend them? Can we yeah, have a blind deaf girl? I bet you were a hand job from a blind deaf girl. That's what we want. But here's the thing. A blind deaf. She's not going to know what to do with the penis. <laughs> have you ever been with a blind deaf Negative. Negative. You ever have been with a blind deaf girl? Have you ever tried you? to fuck Helen Keller? Move on. Oh, man. I guess that. These are shotgun dust for a reason. All right. Helen have you Keller shot her mouth. Oh, have you ever? No, I would love to. Helen Keller probably sucked a mean ass dick, dude. Though, dude. I would imagine. Guaranteed, Helen Keller sucked mean dicks. I feel like blind people are dicks. So yeah, give me a deaf girl. Give me a Helen Bang Keller. Her out. 
I mean, her mouth is probably the most sensitive rude, part. I mean, that's not very PC. Of me, <laughs> Have you ever put one of those massagers from like Brookstones on like your dick and massaged like your dick and like jacked off with it? Nope. Me neither. But. but that's <laughs> 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 the answer came so quick. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Move on. <laughs> move on, move on. Next question. Edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Jesus fucking. I, I had a friend friend i'm gonna say his name aaron close <laughs> we're like teenagers and he's like dude check this shit i'll do that brother shit on my dick it feels awesome <laughs> it's hilarious but i have i have take the shower head when you, you turn it to the fucking extremely fucking jet fusion shower head we talked about this you put it yeah, in the front. You put it <laughs> no go you put it on your dick go. the tip of your dick and it's just like a vibration <laughs> i don't want to hear about your bidet, uh, bidet. <laughs> does jacking off throughout the years determine how your penis curves Yes, I, I believe so. so. You don't believe so because I don't, I don't believe so. Well, I, I I sit there and I jack off like this. My when I say I jack off like this, I jack off to the right and I kind of curve it. You should curve right. to the right, right? But my dick's straight as an arrow. It's uh, straight. It just goes up, like to my belly button. That's Your dick's straight. Mine's to the left. It, it's bent. I used Is to. Yours j- bent? I used to jack off. It like it kind of like looks over to the left. Huh. I used to jack, you jack off, off to the like left. I used, but that's the th- I think it's because I like I usually like, I put my dick in my left pant leg. Oh yeah. wait, your dick oh, fits in your hmm. pant leg. Like mine hangs right down. Like it's that small that it just like <laughs> <laughs> it just hugs <laughs> like <laughs> my shit doesn't hang over to my fucking shit. Oh, Fuck you, Addy. Quit bragging, piece of shit. My, bet, no, your dick, not, bet your dick hits no, the water too, bro. Not, Fuck you. No, 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 my dick's no. constantly up because no, no, it's no, not, I, all, not all, not all the time. <laughs> but listen, but like but when listen. it when you had a, when I get a chubby, yeah, I, that's I what I'm saying. It, but like, no, that's I, what I meant. Like I put it to the left when I have a chubby. I did believe. sometimes I tuck it up. I have a boner. I tuck it up. I think that's why mine's a constant. Up. I never did it to the you sides. You trained it so well. I trained it up. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. sometimes I nut my own belly button. Pre-nut my belly button. I've never done that. I pre- you don't pre-nut in your belly button? What do you mean? Shut up. Just Wait, you, <laughs> are you humping? <laughs> are, you humping? <laughs> <laughs> are you humping the wall? I've never pre-nut in my belly button. No, but listen. Go right. to the next one. No, I, I, I think I your say, button's a little too I, tight. I want to say I was jacking off with my right hand my entire life, and it start, my dick starts leaning to the left growing up. Just... Oh, so Going to the left, it? so I switch it to my left. Now I'm ambidextrous when it comes to masturbation. Shit. I'm an ambidextrous masturbator, Adney. <laughs> Don't know why I said Adney. I'm done. How do I need to tell me about it? Name of the podcast. Ambid- I'm an ambidextrous yeah. masturbator. <laughs> That's kind of what do you got, funny. man? This one's fucked up. I bet it is. This one's <laughs> I bet it is. This one's. Up. I don't even know. I don't remember when I thought of this or anything. So okay, fuck a seventy-year-old, twenty-five-year-old crackhead, or a sixteen-year-old. I'd rather fuck the twenty-five-year-old crackhead because you know she's done some crazy sexual shit for some dope. So Dude, she probably sucks. No, like what? Uh, what Is it just of, a sixteen-year-old kind of sixteen-year-old? <laughs> A Reno 16-year-old? Because that's completely legal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next question. Wait, is she shaved? <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Wait, Here's wait. the thing. Here's the Go thing. back. Here's the thing. 25-year-old crackhead, you're catching several things. Exactly. That's an automatic no. If you wear a condom, you're fine. Okay, 70-year-old... Here's the thing. You're catching a lot of things. There's, yeah, she's right. 70. Think, she's been banging people for years. Yeah, right. Just as many she's as been dead yeah, she had no, things. shut the fuck up, because here's the thing. There's actually a, like, a really bad like STD problem in old folks' homes, because they just fuck each other like crazy. 
That's a real thing. You can look that up. That's not, that sounds like a joke, but there's actually a good chance that seven-year-olds had something, too. So the six-year-old okay. is the most... The six-year-old <laughs> is actually statistically the safest option, all right? But a 10-year-old is even safer than that. <laughs> a 16-year-old. That's Stevie. That's Stevie talking. I'm Chris Mather. No! This is the alcohol. I'm doing the seven-year-old. <laughs> You're banging the seven-year-old? Yeah. You're going to kill her, bro. She has huh? no juices, and I hope you enjoy Your dick that. is going straight into her G-spot, because your shit does not lean in any direction. But I yeah, I, I would th- I think that I would just... If the 25-year-old gave 25ers, because she is a crack whore, you know she has to suck dick for many a drug, so I would kind of be down yeah. with... many. A drug. Keyword. I would kind of be down with jobs for many a drug. But the thing is, I look like a 15-year-old, so I would probably can get away before you two can about fucking a 16-year-old. <laughs> how, how mature is a 16-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> That's the okay. real question. Okay, moving on. Uh, we're going to fucking Jesus. That's the real question. Oh, how man. old is 16-year-old? All right, this one's gross. And this how old one's... is 16-year-old? Wait, a 16-year-old got peed on by R. Kelly. This is the real, this is the real thing, okay? You're right. Right, this good. one's gross because it's personal, but I'm not going to lie. It's true. And so I can't believe I'm doing this, but whatever. God damn it. So in the summer, because I work outside, I buy those like little packages of Kleenex, you know, that like have like, you just like tear them yeah, off. And you, yeah, like, we use them like, at the barbecue. Or whatever, yeah. exactly, yeah. But I don't use them for Kleenex. I use them for like swamp ass. And I like, I, I tampon my asshole. That's, that's fine. Normal Wait, that's, that's a fun. thing? Hold on, that's a thing? That's, that's fine. Guess that's what I do? That's smart. That's what I'm thinking because it doesn't allow my ass to get all rashy and then I can't walk because that I got swamp ass. That's the worst. That's the worst. The worst. Yeah. Rash guess, ass Guess what I do? And it's like worst. I can't bleach my asshole because then my hair comes back and then like then I have to continuously be bleaching oh, my asshole. Oh, that's the worst. The hair coming back When the, the hair worst. comes back, it's worse than swamp ass. So you're doing something that's because it's itchy and it's swamp ass. It's it's just it's worse swamp ass. It's, it's, it's soup, swamp ass it's, too. It's extreme swamp ass. Swamp ass on steroids. But what I do at work, because I do the same thing, except I don't put wet wipes under my butt. Bog ass. I take cornstarch. That we use for baking and some of that. I put I put it on a napkin and I cornstarch my butthole just like what? baby powder. Just like baby powder. Okay? Cornstarch is the best thing. Watch the movie Chef with John oh, Leguizamo with John, uh, and fucking... Uh, uh, John Favreau. John, yeah, John Favreau. They take cornstarch and they put it on their fucking balls and they put it on their asshole. Every chef does it. Okay? Wow. It's a kitchen secret because it keeps you from getting swamped. Because you got to think, you're on your feet for 12 to 13 hours a fucking day, constantly moving, constantly working the line, you get swamp ass so fucking quick. So use cornstarch, right. and it works amazingly. I can respect that. All right, nice. well, we're going to do I wasn't talking one. about your fucking tampon, and you're over here like, what? You're gross at first. <laughs> All right, last one. Ready? Gun to your head. Either you die, or you fucking animal of your choice. What animal do you fuck? Koala bear. They're adorable. Hell no, dude. They're Hell no. They're vicious. No, they are not holding up. Wait, wait. Are they are they tied up or are they just a free animal? I didn't go that far. Do I have to <laughs> tackle this animal? Now? Wait, wait. Do do like because is I will, the animal I, willing? Yeah, because <laughs> I will fuck a sheep because it's the most willing animal because they always hear stories of fucking a sheep. But if it comes to adorable animals, I want something big Condon and cuddly or bareback. I am. I'm a chubby chaser when it comes to animals. I will you fucking guys are way too much. I didn't <laughs> narrow it down that much. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will fuck. I will fuck a panda. We're like we're like the duplicates from Blade Runner. What's the point of a What's the point of a condom? Listen, 
If you're fucking an animal, it's like you're going to get it Cause pregnant. Because I'm not... Because if it wasn't skin, I wasn't in, you know? <laughs> Oh, my God. Fuck. It's fucking amazing. Get out of here. Gonna meet him about a hand. Gonna open the doors and walk right into the library. Library. I go with me, I take me by the hand, gonna open door and walk right in the library. To the library, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Alright, this week on Stevie's book suggestion, I am going to suggest George R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. Wow, really? They're not pussy. The whole series. The reason I'm suggesting the whole Wait, series is the whole series all books. There's five books. There's right, seven books that's total. What I'm and then there's there's actually um there's a, like a couple a side d- there's a side series that takes place ninety years before the main storyline. It's called, called Duncan and Egg. Duncan Egg for short. It's about uh, Duncan the Tall, who's one of the greatest fighters in history, and Aegon a Targaryen, who is one of a the, the book's actually called A Knight's, a Knight's Tale. The first, no, the, the, the Knight's Tale. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Should I talk about that movie just today? But no, uh, no, no. Oh, it's that about, movie's money. The first book is called The Hedge Knight. The Hedge Knight. That's and then like The called. Sworn Sword and there's another one. There's a third one. But these are all like side stories of Game of Thrones. Uh, fucking amazing. And you can read those and like get a lot of like oh, some extra perspective on history. If you want. Yeah. Um. So th- yeah, I'm gonna suggest the entire Ice and Fire. So explain series. to the people what Ice and Fire is. I mean, like, what is this obscure uh, <laughs> thing you got going on? Why don't you explain the books, Adney? <laughs> um. No. Basically, it's obviously Game of Thrones. That's what it's based off. Of. The first book is called A Game of Thrones. Second book is called A Clash of Kings. Third book is called A, a Storm. storm of... A Storm of Swords. Fourth book, A Feast for Crows. Fifth book, A Dance with Dragons. Number six, called Winds of Winter. And number seven is called A Dream of Spring. But those last two are not released yet. <laughs> no, book six is still being written. The first book came out, like I've said, in August of 96. Uh, last book, Dance with, A Dance with Dragons, it came out in July of 2011. It's the series that is Game of Thrones. So if you are a real Game of Thrones fan, if you have listened to Got Talk, it's the books that cover the whole history. I don't need to explain it to you. Obviously, you're a fan. Why should I read the books instead of watching the TV series? Because the books are different. You get a different perspective. You oh, get the you actual. Know as much as Adney or not. <laughs> you get the actual history. Is it as entertaining? Is what I'm asking. Oh, they are extremely fucking entertaining. I can't even tell you how many times I, I was in the middle of a chapter, sitting down, and I've talked about this, where I stood up and I start pacing while reading because it's getting fucking like, intense. Like, hold on, like, I've, we've talked about before on the show things that, uh, like, well, there, there's things about the show that actually improve on the books, certain characters, but they're really minor characters, and there's a couple of changes they made that I really like, but... It, there's a lot of things that are just better in the books. Uh, most notably, something that I've complained about every <laughs> single fucking episode. The Dorn episode. motherfucking storyline. <laughs> the Dorn storyline and what? So, are th- do you feel that the books are just better because of the Dorn storyline? Oh, or no, is no, it no. everything oh, on no. top of that? It's, it's but you things. feel that the books are better? Yeah, uh, the books. Wait, well, and... the book, like, okay, so it's it's hard because I feel like I'm, I'm kind of trash talking the show, and I don't mean to do that. I don't mean to downplay 
the show because I know how shows and how uh, movies work. You have to cut certain things for time and all that stuff. But since you have such a grandiose show, you could have done a lot of better things. I just feel like they were just. I feel like the showrunners themselves just don't care about certain storylines and characters. Stannis Baratheon being one. Uh, in the books, you get a much better view of Stannis, and he's a lot more likable. And there's just a huge sloth of fans who love Stannis, and who are just like, "Wow, you fucked him up pretty okay. bad. You took his storyline away from him, and you gave it to John." <laughs> um, it's two different respect. You get two different respect. The show's obviously amazing. It wouldn't be the what it like, is. There's just a lot. There's just a, there's obviously with any adaptation, you're gonna get a lot more in the source material. But beyond that, the, the deliverance in which George does it with his point, like every chapter is a point of view, like Stevie said before. And so, so much stuff is hidden. There's so many more hints at the truth behind everything. Um, all the knowledge, like there's like all like this, like there's so much knowledge that isn't in the show or that you don't get a first reading or first showing. And there's so much more knowledge to be found in the books. There's so much backstory and history and just. The world seems so much bigger and more in depth, and de- it has much more dimensions in the book. Um, so yeah, I actually haven't read all the books. I've only read like a couple, but like and like passages from certain ones. But it just the writing itself is it really is worth it if you have the time. Of course, it's a great analysis. <laughs> great analysis. Uh, one final question. Yeah, for me. Do you think how? How much different do you think George is going to make the next two books compared? Because of the show, I think the I think how much he, influence is the show have on the books? On That's I don't know. I don't know personally, but I believe that because of I think he wants. Well, I mean, to give, wait, hold on. Uh, before I interrupt, I, I mean, I, I'm obviously uh, interrupting you. Um, if you love to write as well, so. If you put yourself in his shoes and you have built something from the ground up essentially, and then you had a show come along and kind of like take your ideas and run with them, and then they're the conclusion's going to be change the, it. The, I'll the, be honest with you, one hundred percent. You wouldn't have the same ending. Like everything in the middle. Or if whatever, you're that like, great of a writer, you can make it better. Really? He's that good, dude. He can shock. He's, yeah, that's that's what's so uh, what's so otherworldly about George that. It just doesn't make sense to me how he could do it is his uh, his planning ahead where he can drop hints in the first book that it doesn't pay off. He's the king of Chekhov's guns, five. dude. I mean, there's so many hints. It's like, you're how, like, wait, 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 you were planning that from the beginning? Yeah. How did you know to plan that from the beginning? Like, what, what? How long were you storyboarding this fucking entire series? How do you know that? How do you know that's gonna pay off later? Like, he's he, he's such an omnipresent like feeling for this overall story. He is the god of his own world. No detail is useless, and there's a, so many details. Like, people have complained about how some of the books have just too many details and it's hard to follow and it just seems like a mess. The but one like, complaint that he has is read, eye color. He fucks but, up eye colors. Like, but but if, that's it. That's how dumb that is. Besides that, like, there's so many small details, but if you reread it and keep, keep it all together in your head and take note, all those details will pay off. They all add up to something and there's countless secrets in within the story of where characters don't know like a mystery and he has it in his head 
The reader doesn't know, though. The reader can pick up on more hints than the actual characters. And you have to pick up. He forces you, as a reader, to memorize all these hints, to pick up on all these things. Every time you read through the books is a different experience. That's what everyone says. So you have to Wait, like are they multiple times reading through the books. Oh yeah, thing? yeah. What? It's a it's a it's a rereadable series. Just like just like the series, it's a like fucking the first rereadable you, series. First time you go through it, it's amazing. Second time you pick up on so much more, it's better. Wow. And I like I've said so many times, you should watch the show again. You should rewatch the entire show again because you are going to pick up on so much more. The books is even even more. So, Are they on with Audible? the details and the hints and all like, how the fuck did you know that you were going to do that? You write these books 10 years apart from each other. How the fuck did you know? Like, to, 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 to put that detail, that small half of a sentence detail into a throw-off line and then have that build into an entire story of its own. It's He's a, just a brilliant fucking writer. But I think, personally, I think he got fucked by the story writers. I think that... They still, they didn't want to do their own I think thing. the next two books are going to be... I think they didn't pick Mediocre! up... Mediocre! I think they didn't pick I don't up, think... No. I don't, don't think so? No. He does not... That's why he takes so long to write. He does not put out the... Uh, Feast for Crows, that's the only book that I said is the worst in the series, but it's still one of the best books I've ever read. It's not like it's... It's just the worst in the series. It's the worst in the series of amazing books. That's the thing. It's not like, oh, this book yeah, is shit. Yeah, but that was before the show came out. Uh, yeah, I think the yeah, a feast yeah, for crows. Yeah, it like was. Two thousand five was a feast for crows. Exactly. So it is before the show. And then, but and then the show came out right when he was finishing up a dance. For and Dragons. then he's sitting there. He's on the internet. He's reading all this stuff. He's not be able to be original anymore. Like when when these first four books came out, it was before this huge surge of the internet. I. I believe it's going to be mediocre. It'll be mediocre. Well, I will but tell you after I read it. We'll them. see. I'll tell yeah. you. So that's going to end it for Adney's book suggestion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I hella did. No, no. I'm yeah, so yeah, glad no, you no, that's made the joke funny. I was playing the joke. I, Jack, I was going <laughs> to... You prepped that, Batman? Yeah, I did. That's right. Stevie was more Batman today. <laughs> he was more George than anyone. I'm proud of you. <laughs> George is more Batman. George is Batman. He plans ahead better than any George other writer. George is Batman. I've ne- I don't, like I can't like I can't like I know, like there's like all the great literature in the world, whether it be fucking Homer or Gabriel Garcia Marquez or whatever the fuck Shakespeare, whatever fucking writer you want to name, they never had such a long-standing series where they had that kind of planning ahead. And Twenty years of planning that. and it and pays off. Twenty years me, from now, if you disagree with me, I will argue that with you. And if you still want to be a dick, we can take it outside. <laughs> So that's going to end it for the Alcoholic Ass. Sit the fuck down, Adney. Um, uh, you can find us all on Facebook at the Al- or at the Alcoholic Cast with a hyphen on uh, our group. You could find myself on Facebook at Stevie August Borghese and Instagram at The Last Bibliophile as well as us on Instagram at the Alcoholic Cast. Adney, where can they find you? Where can they find the Alcoholic Cast, Adney? <laughs> So don't forget to rate and review us. Rate and review rate us on iTunes. And review us on iTunes. Please write, write whatever you want in the review. Just fuck around. Say some shit. Add will read whatever shit. the fuck you write. Yeah, He's man. stated this plenty of times. But rate and review us. That way we can spend more time on this show and actually make it good. Within time, the show will get actually well good. It'll get we, better, yeah. If we have uh, actual, you know, a sponsor. 
We only get sponsored by writing reviews. So since George R. R. Martin is Batman, did you be like, all men must die? Because <laughs> Batman is not killed. Oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> you want to start connecting the dots, Abney? Goddamn. Oh, you can't find me on Facebook because my name is Chris Smith. Like, I literally have to give you my URL Chris, in order Chris, for you to find me. Chris. So, uh, But you can't find me on Twitter. It's Chris Smith. <laughs> and the great game, Chris, is too. <laughs> I drink and I know things <laughs> because I'm Batman. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> in the game of thrones. You either win or you die. <laughs> so you better mind your surroundings. <laughs> I got one last thing to say. Don't do cocaine. <laughs>